This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. All right. Well, the intro cut off a little early. That's weird. I don't know what happened. We'll have to adjust that. I don't know. Man, technology is just against me today. Do you want to do it again? No. You want to take it again? It's fine. It's fine. Because <laughs> I only have, I only have, it's, it's fine. Whatever. Here we go is what Yoshida says in the at the end of the intro. If, if this is your first time listening. Oh, yeah. amazing! Here we. Yeah. At the end, we'll we'll say goodbye yeah, by going there. go. It's there. It's there. Yeah, no. One of those anticipate. An E three like ten thousand years ago, there was this thing called E three. I don't know. People kids today probably aren't familiar with it. We were like, oh, hey, is that what, like really old people used to go to to yeah, talk about video it's like, games? It's an yeah, old people it's thing. Elder three. Yeah. <laughs> Elder three. Oh my god. Yeah, we we're just like Yoshida. Talk about like. Do a do a bumper for our podcast, and he's like, "All right," and he couldn't. He, couldn't, he like had to do it three times because he couldn't say it right. It was, it was, he, he gave. He was trying real hard, fam. He's he's a Japanese Look. guy. He was trying to say it in English. It's so cool. I'm so happy man. that we still use that. Um, all right, yeah. welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamers Games Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X. Joining me today, we've got Sinidra. Hey, we've got Rook. Hey. And we have a filler of Amano's artwork for the 10th anniversary because Aldino's not here. He had to work <laughs> on a Saturday. Being a professional <sighs> adult. It's like he has important business and work and stuff he has to do. It's ridiculous. He, that's, I mean, that's how he said it. He's like, I won't be here Saturday. I have important work business to conduct. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. wow, that sounds official. Um, mm-hmm. So that's okay. Uh, news. We got a little bit of news. Some of this you may have heard before, but just in case you haven't, or if you haven't done it yet, get off your butt, go do the rising event. You get a phoenix mount. You can That's get really cool. You can get mm-hmm. you get two orchestrian rolls from the vendor. You can get a little a little poster if you have like a house, or if like you have like an apartment. You can get a little little thing to put on the wall. If if you're if you're into that. It's very pixely. I was I was kind of bummed. Like I got it and I threw it up. I'm like, it's really it's kind of grainy looking. Like it just didn't translate well to like smaller. I mean, have thing. you played this game though? <laughs> we true. have a graphics update coming, Fusion. So very soon I mean, those pixels will I be mean, in high def. Look, I can hope, right? Like it looked worse than like Xenos's armor from like Stormblood. Like it was bad. As long as it's not worse than Hien's armor. <laughs> Yeah, we're mm. good then. We're totally good. <laughs> Scale of pixelization in this game. <laughs> Stormblood, man. They just they added so much square blocky detail to everything. Um, <laughs> uh, Moogle Tomes. We got Moogle Tomes. If you haven't done anything yet, there's Moogle Tomes. You can do things, get tomes, exchange them for stuff. I actually, this is going to be so weird to say and to hear for people. So like everybody's like content trout. I'm bored with the game. I have never done so much Moogle tomes as I have this time around. Me too. <laughs> yeah, nice. It seems like well, a lot of people that, are. Honestly. How does that work? That's weird, right? That feels well, weird. All those all those emotes are annoying to get. Oh, uh, the I want emotes. Them on okay. And mm. most yeah. of them are tradable. So. Okay. okay. So yeah. I just have I just I mean, have one character. <laughs> it's good rewards on this one, to be honest. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good stuff in there, and there was stuff they yeah. hadn't put on before, yeah. and the special 10th anniversary portrait kit too and like everything else so yeah it felt more incentivizing to do it this time i finished uh, my doggos nice Nice. the the one one hairstyle is from pvp honestly 
mm. just PvP instead. <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy. <laughs> you to can get, get tomes PvP. when you PvP. So like, but the other one is a completely random drop from one of the twenty-four man things from uh, Boja. Both ways, what? the hairstyle. Yes. Wait, it, that, is that is, the the one from yes. the Beastmaster dude? Yeah, I think so. That's the it's, only one that drops the, from Boja. You get that has you get the a, headband no, 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 kind no, no, of thing, it's, or no, uh, uh-uh. uh, oh, the that's ponytail not... with the little braid around it. It's from the Twenty Four Man, the second one. I forget the oh. name of it. It's like oh, oh, from uh, Delibrum Regiment. Dalriada. There you go. Oh, one Dal- of those. Dal- well, Dalriada was in the instance. Delibrum Regiment was the one you could enter. As oh, its own right, yeah. Thing. <laughs> it's one of the Twenty Four Mans. I was hoping it was it's, the one with the headband because that one. It's the same one that. No, it's the same one that um drops. Uh, all of the little uh, robot statue guys. Yeah, that's so that's that, that, that Oh, room. yeah, that's, that's okay. room. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was hoping it was the headband one because, man, nah. with as with as many like relic weapons as I did in uh, <laughs> during that expansion and Didn't the amount of times I did Dalriata, I never saw it. No, I got uh, so I got rare. it randomly drop at the end of the dungeon, which I was like, what? Oh, no way. But yeah, wow. that that's actually a legitimately difficult hairstyle to get. So if you don't have it and you're willing to grind out 100 Moogle Tomes, yeah. there you I, go. Actually, it was funny. I uh, I was getting to the point where I was so sick of Dunscape that I'm like, I'll queue in for <laughs> Paradigm's Breach because I hate myself. Whatever. Sure. And then at the end, I got like three orchestrian roles and a hairstyle that I hadn't yep. gotten yet. I was like, all right. <laughs> Done. It's a good no, reminder. I've been doing the yeah. uh, the parties. People have been setting up parties. One tank, seven DPS, and uh, mm. rolling through uh, P one. Yeah, just yeah. over and over and over. That's another. You can do it in like three minutes or less that way. Yep. Nice. Yep. yep. Um, so yeah, go do that. Moogle Tomes uh, that runs both of the the Moogle Tome stuff and the Rising goes until uh, six point five. Uh, we don't have a date for that yet, uh, but it is early October. Um, we'll know the date once the uh, live letter comes out. I've gotten uh, a lot of tomes. Now that I'm thinking about it. Like I've gotten at least math, 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 four hundred tomes, but more than that. So probably close Ooh, to like six hundred tomes. So many. I've done maybe because what did I? I had I needed three dogs to finish. Those are thirty. So I had at least ninety. Now I had a hundred because I got the framers kit, which is ten. So I've done at least a hundred. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's only been five years. I figured it was time to finish that Stormblood mount, you know. Yeah, might as well. Work might as well. I mean, it's everybody a great way to pick up stuff. Yeah. yeah, everybody's who's who's getting the dogs. I'm like, do you want to just go like farm them instead? Like, <laughs> we can uncap and just go kill it. Like the two of us, I'll help you. Yeah, but like, Yay. drop rates exist, right? Yeah, but like the time it takes to get actually, how many tomes are the dogs? Thirty. Thirty. That's not so. It's terrible. like it's like two two alliances and then like a whatever. Like because you'll be too short. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah, it's not bad. But like also like why are why are doggos still like ninety nine totems? Right. Like. Oh yeah, it would be nice if that, they would. Why is that a thing? Next next interview. <laughs> Yoshita, so easy to get now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But like that's 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 still a lot. Like. I mean, there's so much good <laughs> stuff though with this tombstone event, including the dogs. But I mean. There's also like a bunch of hard to usually obtain furnishing items. There's that um, oh verdant partition. Yeah. There's the uh, little like what is it like the paisa egg chair. There's the slot like slated slot wall that's used in a lot of like modern designs in the game um, for decoration and things. So even though those prices have dropped a bit right now because of how easily accessible they are, even if you're like 
hey, I just want to buff up some gill before Dawn Trail or something. Like, get some of that stuff that usually yeah. sells decently and just stockpile it a little bit as I whack my microphone. Sorry, everybody. Um, like, stockpile it a little bit and hold on to it for a little bit and then sell it when the prices go up again. Yeah. Like, you can. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's the stuff you want and you don't feel like grinding it, give it, like, another week because prices are still dropping a little bit on some of these things and then just buy everything. Because they're going to go back up <laughs> as soon as as soon as the patch hits. Um, but there you go. Uh, new duty commenced uh, is going to go on air uh, September twentieth. Uh, we will have a new community team member. Uh, they've had this opening for a little while now, um, so it looks like they filled it. So that's really cool. Can't wait to meet uh, meet the new community rep. That'll be pretty cool. Um, Welcome, whoever you are. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, person. Um, patch 6.5, growing light. Site update. Uh, we have, I mean, it's it's a little bit of like whatever, right? It's like, here's a picture of Reen and Zero. Here's a Did second guys, like, picture of really Reen look at that picture? and Zero. I mean, I noticed where they were, which is interesting because that's like the one area of Shadowbringers I was disappointed they never did anything with. So maybe they'll do something with it now? Like, that would be my, cool. My thing that I was quote-unquote noticing, okay. and this is absolutely just made-up bullshit that my brain went, huh. Uh, and, and granted, I'm this is a video game where a lot of the characters look the same just by virtue of they make the characters look mm. the same. They use the same face models and just modify them a little bit. Sure. But in that one picture where they're, like, side-by-side, side, their features are very similar. Hmm. I'm just like, you know, some of these people are broken into multiple pieces. Just saying. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be a thing. I guess we'll find out, right? Yeah, we'll no, have absolutely, to see. absolutely pulling that out of my behind. <laughs> no, I mean, it. I mean, it could be though. Zero is a shard of reens. A shard of menphilia <laughs> is a shard yeah, of Vinod. That's like the. <laughs> That's like the weird complication with the Minfilia thing for Reen, who like was born to be specifically a vessel for this like, you know, this being, um, which is very interesting. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the way they'll go, but yeah, they do share some similarities. I mean, probably not. They've set her up pretty, pretty solidly, Zero, to be like a shard of us, right? But I think it would be kind of nice uh, for Zero to be the one who basically kind of is the the I... savior of of the the void and yeah. is like a bringer of light and so it's Minfilia. I just love that there's maybe just because based on like where they're going we might actually get a little more Minfilia lore. I think we might get a little more of like a deep dive, which would be super cool. Because oh. they're at they're in the um oh my god, the I forgot the name. The ruins in uh Amarang. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, yeah, where yeah. where where Thancred and Reen are like, let's go say goodbye to Minfilia before we go back so to mad. the source, and they don't show any more. What a wasted opportunity! I was so mad that they did go into that a little more. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, yeah, the patch site. There's also I think the the biggest interesting thing on here. Um, they we have a, a screenshot of the new twenty four man. Um, so we get to see uh, the area where What's so Charlian. We'll probably yes, well why. because Thaliac, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've so, also noticed a lot of people pointing out the little um, like mandragoras and things that are so in yeah. the actual structure, like so popping you, them as little statues and at stuff. The, at like the back, we have the ewer that's like pouring into this like series of things, right? It looks like one of those things you'd see at like 
an old like expo where it's like the the clear tube right so it looks like the ewers is floating and pouring water out but you're like it's not connected to a pipe how do they do that um it was really funny i, I literally have never had that thought yeah. given that it's uh -uh. a god's domain made of I mean, magic look it's di different personalities different eras moose moose AutoZone. tweeted about it and made me feel so much better because i was like i had the same exact thought why um, it's a god's I, domain and they're look, purely magical look, beings when i when i was little i used to go to a lot of convention centers with my dad Where and one of the things the that i frequently mage. saw was like the floating faucet pouring water and that's just it's where true. my brain went so. I just, it just makes me laugh because I'm like, where does the white mage's Asuna water come from? Do they keep a pipe in their pocket or throw it from a water bottle? <laughs> what? You don't want to know sorry. where that water comes from. <laughs> Meanwhile, just, I'm like, Asuna's water? <laughs> it is. Asuna is a water cleanse. Sure is. It dumps water on people. I mean, yeah. it's water, water aspected ether, right? You can manifest it. You can concentrate. You can evoke it. So... Yeah, I did not have that thought, but I mean, sure, we can look into God architecture and plumbing as a possible episode topic. I, yeah, we'll get Moose on. That'll be great, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I went from, eh, to actually. <laughs> plumbing throughout Eorzea over the ages. Um, we, if we finally bring him back, that's the topic. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, there's, it's really interesting. So you have the, the ewer pouring the water, but then you have all these buildings on the side and they're like topped with like little Mandragora statues. One has like a tonberry and it's just like, okay, like what's, uh, going on here? Like if you look underneath too, there's like a little pool and there's a bunch of like the little Mandragora lamps like around that too. I'm like, somebody just felt cheeky and like just started putting <laughs> Mandragoras and tonberry furnishings in this design. Like they, they did this in, um... Oh my gosh! Which it was He's studying them. He's a study guy. No, um, one of the raids. Um, Omega. It was the sec second fight with the with the. It was like the eyeball where you do like the hover mechanic. Uh huh. Where you could like float and you sometimes you get knocked way up. But if you look in like the little crevices, like you can see like the Tonberry lamp or the Mandragora lamp, in a few of the the little like nooks that are there. It has it's it's given me that kind of energy where they're like let's just put little silly things here just because because we can. Um, I guess it, it could be it possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Mandragora are interesting, strange little beings, um, and we do see some of them, you know, down in oh Labyrinthos and things like that. Um, yeah, so yeah, maybe like, they have some kind of connection to Thaliac. Thaliac uh, they made Mandragora. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of funny. I was surprised by it, but the rest of it looks so pretty. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see all the gods from this next portion. So I'm, like, very excited about that. Yeah. It's, a, it's interesting because since we do have the one Tonberry and we know that those were, like, corrupted Lalafell from Nim. Mm -hmm. Like, what's that guy doing there? And if he's there, then... What happened to the Mandragora? What what did they get corrupted from? Other than like maybe pumpkins. Pumpkins. <laughs> the the, the they're vegetables. The fairy from uh, Cinderella just shows up and it's like you are now a Mandragora. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I. 
I, I want to like look into it, right? But at the same time, just because we've had those exact models of things just kind of thrown into other fights before, I'm like, it's, I think it's just like a little cheeky whatever. Like, I ah. but we'll I see. Think it's Maybe he's a study man and he study thing. Maybe I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Um, new Mog Station item: uh, Ice Hearts outfit. This was a choice. Don't buy um, this. Don't no, buy it. Don't. This don't is buy this. dumb. Look, I love this game, but this is yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I woke up and I saw this and I was like, all right. Uh, so here's the problem with this. One, they're charging for it. Two, it's not diable. Three, you can make this in-game with existing pieces that were... In just, pieces. Yeah. We want these outfits in pieces anyway. You can, like, you can get all these pieces and just like, like they basically took this model and adjusted it and that's Ice Heart's costume. Uh, also, there's I, no hair. So like yeah. what yeah. like what is this? What I, is I this? I could have seen it. I could have seen it if the hair had been included. Yeah. Like if the hair had been on it, you accept your fate with clipping and you just like if that was yeah. on it, sure, I would have been like yeah. fine. And from my understanding, the the set that you can buy is in pieces. Yeah. But I've seen people okay. praising the fact that it's in pieces because they want other sets to be like this. But the double-edged sword of this is the fact that I am pretty sure the only reason that it's in pieces is because it's based off of gear we already it's have existing in game assets. that is in pieces. Yeah. And there's two different sets, as far as I know. There's the brand new gear, and then there's the, what's the other one? Um, I forget. It's like, it's like ARR like gear. Battlemate? No. Eh. There, there are several sets in ARR that are basically this exact thing, yeah. minus the little, like, slightly longer white fabric wrap around the thing. waist. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I I get it. It's fine. It's not the end of the world and if you bought it and you love it and please enjoy it by all means. It's your money. Do whatever you want with it. But this was such a weird one, especially because her hair isn't in it and I was yeah. just kind of like, "Really?" Like, yeah. What? The skirt is Faux Striker skirt. Which mm -hmm. having a faux striker skirt that everybody can wear is candy cool. Faux strikers without uh, tights attached, I believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't remember if that's tights. May not have tights. And then the the boots are just um, that same tier caster boots, caster yeah. slash healer boots. So like yeah, those it's, are. It's all like ARR gear. Like like they were like we we have this character called Iceheart. We need to make some gear. We'll take these exact models. We'll tweak them just a little bit, and there we go. And then someone's like, that's definitely my but first what if we though. then sell them for money? Yeah. And um, the, the gloves are the same. They're <laughs> yeah. first tier dungeon gear. Yeah. Or it's... or you get them directly from the, uh, like, this is how you train to play this game little thing you do. I forget what it's called. You know, you go to... Uh, Hall, of the, Hall of the Novice. Chat there you go. Hall of the Novice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is Hall of the Novice gear. It's free. It's yeah. free. Uh... It's so weird. It's, My first question when choice. somebody told me this was up there was, does it have the hair? No. Yeah. Does it have the one thing that would make it worthwhile? Yeah. No. They told me that it was in one piece, though, so maybe they weren't paying attention. Yeah. But the pieces aren't aren't worthwhile. You can get the Chat, uh, chat saying it also removes the job roll lock, which, all right. It does. It does. That's for, not nothing. Like back and forth, but. Eh. Yeah, it's it's eh. silly. I mean, it's. I guess it's nice that it's twelve dollars instead of eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. But also, yeah, so, it's fine. Whatever. Get money. Get so, paid. So look, it's look. Fine. Like Rook said, <laughs> if it's something you enjoy, go ahead, spend your money. Right. I would encourage you to not. 
<laughs> just yeah, just go get the gear in game and dye it blue, and you're gonna look pretty much the same, honestly. So yeah. don't don't encourage Square to do more of this. A caster, if you want to wear it on not a caster, maybe maybe maybe. Yeah, yeah. This is it was such a weird choice to do this. I don't like. Did they have the hair planned, but they couldn't get it to work on like Vera and Rothgar, so they gave up? Like what what happened? Like what? I, I just want to know every step of the thought process on this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't uh, want to encourage a boycott, but some of these things need to be boycotted. Some of these things are too expensive. Some of these things are not worth it. Yeah. Come on, Yoshi. This is too much. I, I Why almost, don't we get free emotes anymore? <laughs> I almost bought the uh, the one that they came out with. with like, it wasn't even a month ago where it had like the, the ear protection that kind of looked like headphones. I'm like, yo, I'd rock some headphones. But like on... On Lalafell, the strap goes on top of the head, but everyone else, it has it, like, behind, and you can't, like, toggle it. And I'm like, that's lame. So I did not give them my money. I don't... So many people were really up in arms about that, and I did not... And I, that's fine. I, no, which is totally fine. Yeah. I just personally was like, I'm glad they tried to find literally any way to make it work. Because, like... I mean, sure, if you've got Viera ears or something, mm -hmm. like, are you going to be able to put, like, a strap over them? No. Like, it, was it going to look silly no matter what? So, like, having them tipped back like that, I was like, it's fine. I, mm -hmm. I don't know how else you would have done it other than them being, like, really far forward. And then, I don't know. Or just, like, having them free-floating with, like, a little magic band or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I was just glad. I'm over here, the desperate Viera lover, just, like... At least they let us have it. <laughs> like, at yeah. least it shows up. Yeah. It's been so cute to have the headphones and, like, have them just smoosh the ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. you could, yeah. yeah. Uh... Should work, though. That's my <laughs> one of my biggest problems with these things on the on Mog Station. Some of them just come across as, did you try it all? I I am still... I'm sorry. I, I legitimately love some of the things on the Mog yeah, Station. Yeah, no, I've bought, I've bought, a, I've bought a decent handful of stuff on the Mog Station, but I'm still just, like, in complete disbelief that we still have things on the Mog Station that people pay actual money for that have either, like, a hairstyle or a headpiece that players can't wear, and those players still have to pay for it. Like, what? Like, I get it. Like, it'd be hard to, like, make that kind of change. I mean, at some point, they right? might change races. Right, right. And style. they can always Fantasia and stuff, or they could throw it on a retainer. But, like, also, that's dumb. <laughs> the so. thing that bothers me, this is silly. The thing that bothers me the most about the uh, PlayStation, PlayStation, wow, Square Enix store right now, the uh, digital one, is that you can't send stuff to people anymore. And I, I get why, because there was a very real problem. Some bad with, actors uh, ruined it for everybody. Yeah. Because uh, from, from country to country, the prices of things vary. And then when you uh, switch it from that country's currency back over to other countries, it's a legitimate price drop. So uh, that's how people were getting stuff for cheaper, not through the Mog Station, and and it's it's technically ripping that's, off the Mog Station. That's weird. But also now we can't send stuff to friends anymore because of that. Yeah, that it's. Sucks. I mean, it's I mean, the big like how thing. We can't move markers anymore because one group cheated. Right. I mean, it's you know we we talked about this when that happened. I mean, um, so many streamers right in the community would give away Mog Station codes. You know how many do that now? 
no, none of them. Very There's few nobody. of us. I mean, people yeah. still are, but it's, it it's really rough. is you gotta, like, such a hassle. You got to like friend list people and it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, I really wish Square would do more to empower the streaming community for this game. Like, there's a lot of amazing people that stream this game, but it's like maybe on occasion they'll like get sent like a little gift box of stuff or whatever. But in terms of like engagement with their viewers, like they're not getting anything to like help fuel that. I feel like compared to ArenaNet, right, who gives partners uh, codes for uh, for for in in game gems and stuff like that, right? Like it'd be really cool mm-hmm. to see them do more. Um, but anyway, that's a whole that's a whole other thing. Uh, anyway, yep, the outfit is up. You can get it. The hair's not there. It is pieces. It's not dyeable. And yep. I mean, enjoy it if you enjoy it. Otherwise, just make a cosplay of it in game with the pieces that already exist and save yourself the money. Yeah, just 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 do a just do an ice heart glam in game. <laughs> it'll look it'll look almost identical. It's fine. Um, all right, next up, uh, the schedule is up for FanFest London. Uh, we were actually just speculating about did I miss something? Oh my gosh, what did I do? What Tales did Under I? The Moon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Tales, Tales Under the Moon. Uh, four short stories are now out. Um, it does sound like based on the survey results, though, they might tack one on to that. So we're gonna wait to go through all that um, until we have that info. So uh, the last one just dropped. It was about uh, Louis Swab was in there. Um, so yeah, go check those out. Um, okay. I tried to figure it out based on how many stories there were in the previous ones, but there's no like consistency base story number. The first couple times they were like, here's eight stories. And recently they're like, here's four. So it could be done. It's a lot. We need to, <laughs> we need to dial to it back. It is. It's a lot. Um, so yeah, London uh, fan fest schedule. We were talking about this a little bit uh, last week. We're like, well, if there's no live letter, what, what, mm-hmm. do, what do they do? Um, so uh, we're just, we're just going to go down the list here. Uh, Saturday, October 21st is the first day of FanFest. Um, <laughs> all these times that we're going to be mentioning are Pacific time. So if you're Eastern, add three hours to that. If you need something else, find a thing on the internet that will convert that. <laughs> if you're in the actual place where this is taking place, add eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2 a.m., Yoshi P will take his shirt off. A- this isn't Vegas. They don't do that in London, I don't think. Yeah, they do. There's a second shirt. Rook, is there a lot of gonna, taking shirts off in gonna, London? You've you've spent some time in London. I just had such a moment. I was like, when has Yoshi P ever taken his shirt off at a FanFest? Every when two is, years. Well, he has to reveal another shirt. Not just to not just to go all hog wild. Am on the I stage. wrong? Am I wrong? Does he not take his shirt off? You're not technically well, wrong. <laughs> sometimes he just walks out in it. He doesn't always have the the extra layer. Okay, but he went backstage to change the shirt, so he had to take the first shirt off. No, like he's walked out just in the shirt before. Okay. Like the first the first fan f- series of Fan Fest, yeah, he just walked out with it, and we were just okay. like, didn't think anything of it because we we didn't know. He's like, oh, Yoshida likes the Scarlet Witch. Cool. Yoshida likes 007. Who doesn't? And then we learned, oh, these are job hints. I get it now. Anyway, 2 a.m. 
Saturday, October 21st. This is the keynote. Um, so this is where we will learn something new about uh, Dawn Trail. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it will be. What? I, and we think, I, that don't we, true. usually... That that there will be one job reveal, probably? There, yeah, yeah, so we will get yeah. one job reveal. I, I was, I don't know what they'll do. They will give us one job reveal. Uh, decent chance Yoshida could walk out dressed as that job. Um, yeah. We will get the 24-man reveal. Um, and I will tell you right now that, as predicted, guest creator Hironobu Sakaguchi... Because he's going to be at the London Fan Fest on a couple stage presentations. Why would he be there if they weren't announcing that he was going to help collab on something for a, for a, for a 24-man raid that is, quote, even more Final Fantasy? Takaguchi's doing the 24-man. Um, so, yeah, 2 to 3.30 for the keynote. Um, after that is the opening ceremony. Um, 4.30 to 6.30 uh, is going to be a death panel. Um how our fields, dungeons, and towns designed in the world of Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, this will be with uh, Yoshida, as well as Masato Shida and Tatsuya Okahisa uh, from the dev team. Uh, at 7 a.m. <laughs> These times are so... I'm like, 7 a.m.? That's so early. Oh, right. It's not. It's it's across the world. Uh, who wants to be a gillionaire, too? Um, like so 5? Hmm? 5 p.m. over there? Nope, that's it's earlier than that. I don't, I don't, I can't math. So math maybe. Math is hard. Three, three p.m. There you go. Uh, who wants to be a Gillionaire is back joining us for a showdown between Team Heidelin and Team Zodiac as they battle their way to glory through a series of challenging questions. Um, then after that, at eight thirty a.m. is welcome to Naoki's room. Uh, Yoshi will join, be joined by a special guest. Uh, this is of course going to be here. Hironobu Sakaguchi, uh, to chat about his adventures as a warrior of light, uh, and then they will do a QA and a uh, during the second part of that, uh, and you can submit questions for that, so if you have a question for Sakaguchi... Uh, for two more days. Get, get it? it? Yeah. Hurry up. By the time uh, this is out, it's probably over. Yeah. If you're listening right now, and you're like, man, I'd, I'd love to do something while I have Aetherite Radio on, on my, like, my second monitor, because I'm fancy, go fill out a question. <laughs> Go submit a question for Sakaguchi. Uh, and then at uh, 11 a.m., uh, not streamed, will be the piano concert. Hopefully they don't have food service banging trays during that. Uh, Sunday, October 22nd, uh, 2 a.m., it's going to be a stroll with Yoshi P. Uh, join gonna us walk as... walk around London. They're just, yeah, just going to go around London. Just some poor intern with like a, with their, their phone out, just live streaming the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sakaguchi and Yoshida... Uh, we'll tackle some familiar foes from the series, uh, talk about some antidotes and bosses and content from the Final Fantasy series, as well as a peek behind the scenes with stories from the game's development. Uh, this next one, I think, I think, I think Rook would like to talk about this next one. Oh yeah. Hey, so at 4.30 AM, 7 AM PDT, um, which will not be thankfully that early. I think it's like noon I want to say it's like 12.30 or something, um, London okay. time, mm-hmm. um, will be the Crystalline Conflict Regional Championship 2023, Europe and Oceania. So it's a little bit earlier than at the NA Fan Fest, but um, still going to be super fun. And I know, obviously, many of you will be catching it after the fact if you are U.S., but who's, definitely who's tune in. Who's presenting that this year? Is anybody we know? 
Oh yeah, um, there's somebody named Lithy who we've had on the oh yeah Apple, okay. on the podcast a few times. Cool so Lithy's gonna be doing it. Oh, and That's I'll cool. also be there. So I'll be there oh. too. And yeah, I'll be doing that and presenting it. So we're gonna have a great time, and it's gonna be super fun. And like I mentioned last week, if you haven't yet watched the um, quarterfinals, so last weekend we had. Gosh, was that really just last weekend? <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> We had um, our quarterfinals with the competing teams. You can still watch that in the VODs over on Final Fantasy XIV here on Twitch. And it was a great competition. A lot of the teams that, you know, um, participated, whether they made it or not, just had such a great showing. So go check that out and watch it beforehand, because that way you'll be even more up to date about all the teams, who they are, what's going on with them. And it'll be even more fun when you watch the uh, semifinals and finals. I am excited because the team that had the plushy mascot moved forward. The uh, uh, ranch, something ranch. We talked about it last week. What was that team? Buabon's ranch or something? Yeah. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's, just, there's just a team called, I think it was just Fish, right? Just like all caps, <laughs> yeah, fish. fish. So we know who mm-hmm. Fruity will be cheering for. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be this awesome. Yeah, this was actually a blast to watch at uh, the NA Fan Fest. So if you've never bothered to uh, watch any of them before, like probably watch this one. Just give it a couple. I mean, look, of your life. look, I, I'm probably a little biased, but I think it's probably going to be like the best casted PvP tournament we've ever seen. <laughs> oh my gosh, just, that's a lot. Just to saying, live up to. that's a lot to live up to. No, no pressure. <laughs> ah, you got this in the bag, I believe. As long as they don't bring you any beans, you'll be fine, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be able to be in there, be in the game. Just, but just please, remember no before, beans. You, before you go out, just just calm, you know, wash all the stress out with a nice refreshing pilk. And oh uh, my gosh, it's like all of my terrible foods from World First Race Past <laughs> just like coming to haunt me. No, I'm gonna. There will be no terrible foods. There will be no awful jelly beans. There will be no pilk. There will be none of that in sight for one of the rare moments that I do casting in the Final Fantasy community. It'll only be us. And the action, and it's gonna be so fun. Brooks <laughs> is like, I'm so glad I don't have to eat anything weird. <laughs> It'll be such a such a nice Which change. With you, though, you, you don't know. They might bring you something. Look, you could oh. you could you could put like a little a little bean thing in like a pocket of a shirt, like, and he, you know, just be like <laughs> beans. But but what what would the prompt be to eat beans? Right? You're not like raising. You're not looking at like thresholds for charity. Like yeah, there's no right, reason. Like, no, there's hmm. no reason whatsoever. So we won't have to worry about it, and it won't be every happening. Every time, a, be every time a healer dies, you have to take a bean. No, <laughs> Lithy, if you're if you're listening, don't do this. I'm just I'm kidding. It's a it's a it's a it's a bit. Don't don't do it. Spare Rook. Leave her alone. Just this Leave just one her time. Alone. Once we go back to world stre- world first streams, we can we can do whatever. But just this, just this once. Uh, after that, uh, seven thirty is the Glamour to Life cosplay walk, um, which sounds like it'll probably be similar to the way that they did it at NA. I thought that was done really well, where they had the groups come out and you get to see everybody. Um, at nine thirty a.m. Uh, is cheering choice. Uh, so this is a game. Uh, show your unwavering support and vote for your favorite answers to some not-so-serious Final Fantasy XIV-related questions, either by cheering at the show or voting on the live stream. So that should be interesting. I'm curious to see what that is. Um, Just yelling. 
It's a just, lot of yelling. Just <laughs> a lot of yelling. Um, and then at 11 will be the Prambles concert again that is not streamed. Um, yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the London schedule. So uh, if you want to watch live, go get stock up on your caffeine. Lots of coffee. Lots of coffee. Lots of Mountain Dew. Get some... If you if you're feeling really gamey, get you know get some Doritos with your Mountain Dew, um, but yeah, it's gonna be a long couple of days. So um, <laughs> I think Zen is out of town that weekend for con yes. stuff. Uh, Rook is at the event; she's like hosting at the event, so she won't be around to podcast. Um, <laughs> so we're still figuring out uh, what we want to do in terms of like coverage. Uh, but chances right now we're looking at we'll probably do a podcast the weekend after uh, to cover all the the stuff from FanFest. So uh, just as a little heads up for that for the end of next month. Um, kind of like what we did last time, minus the sickness we Well, had. last yeah, last time was a little rough. Yeah, please don't get sick while in London. Stay healthy. <laughs> no, I know. Mask I'm like, up. everybody get your boosters ahead of time. Get your, like, I'm going to be doing that myself. I'm going to be masking while I'm there. I mean, like, definitely no. um, while I'm on Good stage, luck, I probably won't. But, like, yeah, yeah, everybody, it got, like, 90% of the people that I, I mean, know we, that went to FanFest. We Fest, went so. to Pe- Not we went, me. We went to, to Friday at PAX and came out unscathed. So I, it, it can be done. Oh, my gosh. It can I, be done. <laughs> I spent extra time in Vegas too, and I did not get sick there. I don't. The following weekend, no. I helped my friend with a teeny tiny con. It was it was the smallest convention I'd ever been to. It was an improvised trip. I had not planned on going. I got sick from that. Couldn't Just, believe it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I will be yeah. at uh, Anime Bonsai in Utah okay. that weekend. So Have if you're going to be there. Come you <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if you're going to uh, London Fan Fest, have fun. Learn from our mistakes and mask up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please be yep, safe. Yep. Please be safe. Um, and that is it for news. It's a lot of news. We've had a lot of news the last couple of weeks. There's a lot yeah. of stuff happening. It's like, it's like the game like is having like an anniversary over. or something or yeah. some kind of big. It's like, is it Fan Fest season? I don't know why there's been so much news lately. It's <laughs> wild. Fan Fest season. Um, also, on a, on a note, too, um, I forget the exact, is it next weekend or the weekend after that uh, is the live letter? Uh, but the live letter is, like, late on a Saturday night. Um, so we might do a Sunday show instead. Keep an eye out on the social medias. Uh, we, will, we will post once we figure that out. So uh, I think it is next weekend. I think it is next weekend. Okay, so maybe a Sunday 23rd. show. Mm. Yeah, that's next weekend. Okay, yeah. So probably, <laughs> probably, I'm like, uh, carry the one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's next week. Yeah. So well, probably a Sunday that. show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and that's, that's it for news. Kind of, sort of. Another thing in the news, uh, they put out this 10th anniversary survey for A Realm Reborn. Um we're we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're just we're just gonna we're gonna do the thing, right now. Let's do it. I love surveys. All I could th- all I could think about is the the <laughs> women. No. Uh, all I could oh, think. I love the idea. Gonna be like what? That's I so love cute. I love surveys. I, like surveys. I yeah. love surveys as presented by the hit pop culture phenomenon Animaniacs. Where the two ladies Would just show like up. Would you like to take a survey? survey. Yeah, no, I <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. 
Uh, so it's like, yeah, we're going to take a survey. So here's I have a super important question. Mm. Have you ever played another MMORPG before Final Can Fantasy XIV? Can you 14? present all of these questions to us in the Animaniacs lady voice? Can you do that? Have you ever played another MMORPG before Final Fantasy XIV? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I got you. Yes. Also, yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Have you ever played I... another game? Oh, we're going to elaborate. Oh, go, oh, go, please. Are we elaborating? We should, we, we should talk about these questions. By all I means. I feel like we Short should talk survey. about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever played another MMORPG before 14? Yes. And funnily enough. List all of them in chronological order. <laughs> no, I mean, the main ones that I remember, <laughs> although I've, I've dabbled in a lot, and I think there are probably some that I won't even remember on this list, but um, the main ones that I played before 14, I actually started with WoW. And the funny thing about this wasn't because, like, I think many people started with World of Warcraft because yeah. it was popular growing up. They played it. They had a bunch of friends that were playing it. None of those things were reasons why I started WoW first. I actually always wanted to play the Final Fantasy MMOs back to 11. Um, then 14 came out. And my preference of choice was to play Final Fantasy as my first MMO. Okay. Uh, but as it was, my partner Bebop has a really long history in World of Warcraft and also did play Eleven. But um, at the time when we were talking about MMOs and stuff, they were like, you know, I made a lot of really amazing memories in WoW and I really want to like go through that and show it to you and kind of like introduce you to MMOs because you wanted to play them for so long. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And like, we had a great time. Like, I don't regret it. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I never really played it in the way that I think most people played WoW, <laughs> like up to date, doing all this stuff, going hard on, you know, all kinds of things. Like we went through all of the expansions in order and we played through everything. And then after that, I started kind of wanting to branch out. So I did. Um, Switor, um, which was a yeah. lot of fun. I actually, I really loved Switor, and I think if they had been a little bit better about their overall development of the game, yeah. then I probably would still be playing it really actively today. But um, I loved Bioware, and I wanted storytelling, so I did that. And then um, I did ESO, because I loved Elder Scrolls and grew up playing those games, and I was curious about it. And um, I played it when it first came out, and it was kind of a hot mess initially. It's very different now. Um, so I fell off of that. And then finally, I was like, what am I doing? The whole time, I just wanted to play the Final Fantasy MMO. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to play Final Fantasy 14. And I was obsessed with it. Like, it was over. It was done so for like, everything else. I was like, this is everything I wanted and complained about. And wow, this is everything that I like. <laughs> I wanted the story. I wanted, like, the cutscenes. I wanted this amazing cast. I love the world, the music, the character, like, I was so invested in it. So that's what kind of brought me to 14. Although now, obviously, I do play a lot of other MMOs too. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know why I waited so long, but I knew I would love it and I did. So <laughs> I think uh, my first one was actually Ultima Online. Okay. Mm. Played it played it in high school when I was like 16. Oof. Um, then I didn't play MMOs for a while. That's not true, actually. Because Final Fantasy Eleven is pretty old too. Yeah, I played that when I was seventeen. <sighs> Final Fantasy Eleven is old enough to drink now. <laughs> yeah, that hurts me on a very deep level. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Ultima Online. I didn't play for very long. I only played it because a friend of mine in school was like, "I need people to play with me and help me like farm this gold point, and you can play for free. Here you go. Here's a disc." And I'm like, "All right, yeah. cool." Uh, and then I played Eleven for ten years, and uh. 
I used to think, oh my god, I can't believe I played an MMO for 10 years. Now I've played this one longer, and I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? Did you did you know one of the uh, higher-ups at Square for 11 actually was a GM in Ultima Online? Yeah. That's how they got there. Yep. Good old Sage Sunday. Yep. Kept, kept kept his Fun. handle and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a cool guy. I, I, he he moved away, I think, right after ARR launched because I haven't seen him at anything since then. But yeah, really cool guy. I played WoW. I had the whole. Um, my friends are already very involved with this video game and doing their own thing, so they're not playing with me. And then I mean, like that was fine. I I was figuring out how to play the game on my own. I played uh, Shadow Priest. Went into my first dungeon with strangers. They told me I was healing. I said, I'm a shadow priest. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the first pull, people died, and they were like, you didn't heal, and they kicked me, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm done. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so when, when people talk about that experience, I'm like, oh, yeah, I had that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's no fun. Uh, I played Terra for yeah. a very, very short time, like a very short time. I expected to like that game more than I did. I got the uh, collector's edition, and oh, I wow. wish that I hadn't. Um, (laughs) I believe I played Ion before Mm -hmm. at least the second part of 14 came out. And then Guild Wars 2 I played technically before the second part of 14 came out, just because it came out slightly before as well. Yeah. Uh, And then the other MMOs I played were after, ESO and Swartor, even though they definitely came out before. I just didn't. Didn't touch them. I'm usually a one MMO at a time type person because I get, especially because of Eleven, I get like very into doing everything in the one game. Yeah, I've I've grown a little bit beyond that now. So I I play multiple things at a time now. I feel like it's a very big step for me in my my gamertude. But yeah, played a a smattering of things over the years. Yeah, so I started. I got a lot of the same answers, but I got some different ones in here too. So my my online it's. I don't know if you'd call it MMO, uh, but my first RPG online experience was Fantasy Star Online on the Sega Dreamcast. Spicy. What is the one with the little, the little almost like chibi people? Not Maple Story. It's Maple Story. Ragnarok. 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 Oh, Ragnarok yes. Online. Yes. I played yeah. that one too. I, I, it's so, so cute. I, I started with Fantasy Star Online. Uh, the Dreamcast had a modem. I've had to find. I experimented with several different mm-hmm. ISPs to see which dial-up ISP would work the best with my Sega Dreamcast. Uh, I got a keyboard for my Sega Dream. I still have that keyboard for my Sega Dreamcast. Throw um, it away. Get no. rid of it. <laughs> no. What? I listen, Get rid I'm of constantly the Dreamcast worried about the structural keyboard. integrity of your floors in your house. You probably you should be. And, and, and I just ordered 19 inches of Sephiroth. So I don't I don't, I don't know where that's going to say on this podcast. Look, if it's appropriate for Sony's community people to tweet about 19 <laughs> inches of venom, I think I can say that I ordered 19 inches of Sephiroth. I mm. honestly I think it's hilarious that they're it's actually 19 inches. It's not a joke. It actually is 19 inches. Okay. Okay, okay, I think right. they did that on purpose. I don't know. They like saw the tweet and they're like, "This is a thing now. Let's scale this up a little bit." <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah, look, it's it's, it's 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 Viral marketing game. Yeah. You know? Um, that's a, it, You know what, Zanidra? That's a lot of inches now that I look at it. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's lot. a lot of inches. I, whoo, I don't know? know where. I have no idea where it's going. It's too big for the display case. I don't know case. where you're going to fit it either. No idea. <laughs> no idea. 
It's it's going to be really uncomfortable wherever it, it ends up. In half a couple don't times. Don't fold it. Oh no 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 no. Fold it. <laughs> that will break it. I don't know how no. you think material items work, but it's not that easy. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I did Fantasy Star Online, um, and then <laughs> shortly after that, I had gotten a PlayStation, uh, and there's like you can get a hard drive for it if you buy Final Fantasy XI. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's cool and i guess i'll try this game that comes with it um so i played that for gosh maybe maybe like two years or so on playstation 2 um and let me tell you that was that was pushing this system to its limits if you wanted to like change like the ui theme it would take like 10 seconds everything would just freeze and it'd be like okay we're good my entire final fantasy 11 career was on playstation (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, so I did that. Um, I've also ex- like what did, I played a little bit of Ragnarok. Um, I've played a little bit of Eve. I like like suck my toe on the water for Eve, and I'm like, this is this is, this is too much for me. There's a, Eve is wild, everybody. If you haven't played this, it's been a mm-hmm. while since since I've heard anything about Eve. But back in the day, like every couple of years, you'd be like. Player infiltrates guild and Eve Online destroys ship that's worth ten thousand dollars. You're just like what? Epic space battle that lasted three days at Eve Online. Like it's just Eve was wild back in the day. Um, I've also I don't remember. I don't think I played Terra after launch. I remember my first E3. I saw Terra. I still have the bag they gave me for seeing Terra at E3. Uh, Terra had some cool ideas. Uh, there was also. Did I, I don't remember if I played Rift was mm. another one. I mm. don't think oh, I, I played play that. Um, let's see. What else was there? There, there was, I think I mentioned this recently too, which is even weirder. Uh, there was that game that Square was publishing called Concerto Gate. <laughs> it was like this really weird <laughs> thing. That sounds where it's like, like a Square the, the, the harvesting elements like had to respawn in like real time. So like if you just cut down all the trees, like everybody had to wait for the trees to grow back. Um, there was also the other, uh, Square Enix published game, uh, from Ankama, uh, there was Wakfu, uh, I dabbled in that for not too long, uh, there's a reason they gave the publishing rights back, um, what else, I mean, there's, obviously there's just 14, gave, just gave them back, they just, yeah, they're like, we're publishing this, and they're like, ah, we don't want it anymore, um, obviously started can't, 14, 14, can't 14. list 14 on your what did you play before 14? Oh, before 14 yeah. I played I, I played 14 before 14. <laughs> you know what? We can't list 14 before our 14 list. That Look, does count. This is this is for well, ARR. This is ARR's survey, right? Yeah, no, I I, I played I played 14 uh first alpha. The character creator was just on a cliff in Limsa, like or it technically Lenosia. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild back then. Um hmm. Let's see what else MMOs. Um, I played a little RuneScape in high school. I was failing out of my uh, computer programming class, so I just I just played RuneScape. I gave up. I remember um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't eat lunch a whole lot in high school because I was okay. trying to get all my homework done so that when mm. I got home I could just go immediately to playing video games. <laughs> That's fair. See, I was Smart. I was I was Smart. I was a tsunami kid. I was all about that Dragon Ball Z. I did also rush back for Toonami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the yeah. thing. My dad also liked Dragon Ball Z, so we watched it with dinner. Ooh. <laughs> I used to buy the VHS tapes because they got released months before they VHS aired them. Tapes. 
So like I I would be the cool kids like yo, I got NA dubbed Trunks episodes. That was a big deal back in the day Gosh. before we had it on the air. Oh man, dude, Trunks was. We're like, getting so old, fam. Looking at all these like Japanese websites, we're like, whoa, who's this cool dude with a sword? Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> NA, it's legit. Come on over. Uh, and then if you paid like three extra bucks, you could get the uncut version of the episodes. <laughs> this was a real thing. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, wow. Yeah, if there's any other games, I can't think of. I can't think of anything else. But yeah, I, I have, I've dabbled in a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, we were. We could all say we were familiar we, we generally have, with MMOs. We have, we have played, but you two, yeah, you had a much longer history with MMORPGs before fourteen than I did. Like, I still feel like when I was it's just because we're in, older. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you because no. I'm so young and vivacious. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I think it really was because I just didn't come to MMOs until I was an adult, honestly. Um, so I played a lot of single player games. That was my big thing. Like I had mm-hmm. so many of them for years and years and years and years. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to the fact that like some people, you know, like my mom, there was no way she was ever going to a get a computer that could actually run any of the games that I wanted to play, or b <laughs> get me a console that would specifically run any of the games that I wanted. I always played games at my dad's place, or when I finally got a console, it wasn't until high school, and I bought myself a PS2, which wasn't even the most current PlayStation at the time, Mm. but I was so proud of it, you know? Um, And yeah, I just, I came to them later, and I think I was still learning a lot of things, even even though I had some history with MMOs coming into 14. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it just felt like a great fit, I felt like, personally, especially with loving single players. My sweet uh, father, uh, when, I, when I was, I don't know, maybe 14, 15, probably, yeah, around there, uh, probably because he wanted to get me off of the family computer. Mm. <laughs> he, he like handed me a bunch of old parts to computers and was like, all right, you build your own computer and then you'll have your own computer. Heck yeah. Sound good? So it was like a, this is a learning experience, but also you get something cool out of it. I'm Hell pretty yeah. sure he just wanted me off of the family computer. But That's I know great, how to build though. a computer now, so thanks, mm-hmm. Dad, and also thanks for the computer. Yeah, God, I got I was so deep into that kind of like building computers or or modding computers or like oh my gosh, me and my friends would get together, we'd go down to the the local computer store, get the mod kit that had like a fan with LEDs and oh my gosh, oh yeah, no, we were super nerds. It was great, it was oh. wonderful. Um, let's see. That's having done oh. it one time myself and that... like from scratch, right? Yeah. I'm like, ah, if someone else will do it for me, that's fine. You can do it. <laughs> you, let me tell you though, you've never built a PC until you've cut out a nerve Evangelion symbol with a Dremel and then cut yourself on the metal. That's oh how God. you know you've successfully built and modded a PC. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, run your I'm... don't run your finger I'm... along cut metal and be like, I wonder if this is smooth enough. Yeah, no, it was smooth. I didn't even feel the cut. It was pristine oh. 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 Yeah. i'm proud of your choice of decal though i'm thank proud you. of that thank you all right should we go on to the next question yeah <laughs> that was one question <clears throat> have you ever played another game in the final fantasy series before final fantasy 14 yes yes that's true yeah no that's yep <laughs> i've actually i have a lot of friends who this is their first final fantasy though like, it's not yeah. uncommon hmm. to to come across somebody who's like, I've never played Final Fantasy before, but I heard it was good, so I tried this online one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that thing where, right, it's an MMO, so it's it's the genre is a different kind of a, a thing, right? Like, typically mm-hmm. with, like, a normal just series of games, people are more likely to play it. But for something like an online-only title, um, 
it's yeah, it's a little different to kind of get into. Um, when we were probably still in high school, uh, Charles's partner used to refuse to count eleven as one of the main. I, actual I hate Final those Fantasy people. Series. I hate those people so much. <laughs> I She's I grew over up it, I grew <laughs> up with these like as somebody that played eleven. Anytime I saw like a best Final Fantasies list and they just ignored eleven, I'm like, yo, f you though for like for real. Like it's still it's still it, it's it's a numbered title. Like why? Because it's an MMO and it has a and it has a good story. Like, yeah, yeah. Story. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. It's so funny to me. Like Final Fantasy is a franchise. We saw the same thing happening with, you know, the most recent Final Fantasy with 16, where people were yeah. like, this doesn't count as a Final Fantasy because it's like real-time action combat and stuff like that. And it's like, they are all Final Fantasies. It's I like, don't know what to tell you. Literally look like, at people... the name. What does the name say? Final Fantasy. Okay, and then the part after that, <laughs> they are 16. all Final Fantasies. So people, then, yes. <laughs> people hated 12 when it came out because it changed combat and had the gambit system people hated like like it's there's so many games that have been different in this franchise the mmos are mmos but they're still final fantasy so no i mean i totally agree and um i i count them all and like sure when i'm talking to people i might say this one is like my favorite but of course i love 14 or i love you know because i know oftentimes they are probably asking me which single player final fantasy is your favorite but um yeah i grew up playing these games i I was the single player side of it for almost all of my life. Um, Final Fantasy VII, I vaguely remember my dad playing. Final Fantasy VIII was the one that I like really remember, which mm -hmm. I've talked about. Um, and I loved VIII. Uh, Twelve was the first one that I bought with my own money. Um, mm -hmm. It was the first ever video game that I bought with my own money, and I was so proud of the fact that I had like saved up and bought it. Um, Ten, I'm pretty sure I played with my dad. I remember actually like playing parts of it though, um, which was it might have been maybe one of the first ones that I actually played myself like with him. Huh? I think I think twelve might have been the first Final Fantasy, not video game, but Final Fantasy I bought for myself too. Really, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, I never played 13. I hadn't played any of the older ones until recently. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, I, I played most of five, but everything else up through six, I, I haven't, I still haven't played to this day. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm so sad to say it, I have not played nine yet. So that's one of the ones that I also know I, like, need to play. Mm -hmm. um, play 15. Uh, working on playing 16. What else did I make? Oh, yeah. Tactics verse and stuff is awesome. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I played a lot. I played a lot of them um, over the years. And I'm still, there's still some that I haven't played, you know? So yeah, I, I definitely had a love for this franchise. And it was always something. I saw the Spirits Within movie when it was yeah. in theaters. Hell yeah. Eh. So, yes. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I have a long history with the franchise. But I honestly think I would have tried 14 even if I didn't. Okay. I have I have played every mainline game. I have not finished every mainline game. Uh I have finished 7 8 10 10 2 Technically I never finished. I got to the end of 12. But it was like one of those where it's like you're in the final area like huh? I'm like oh cool, I'll save here. Every, I mean, look, if you've played 12, you know how much those boss difficulties 
right? No, mm-hmm. I, I screwed myself over pretty good saving after I couldn't go back. Um, so technically never finished 12 to 13, 13 to Lightning Returns. Um, beat 14. You beat 14? I, a, it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> I, I survived the meteor. Um, okay. Did fair. 15. I played like all of 15 except for the Arden DLC. Um, and then uh, did did 16. So. And then I've, I've, I've dabbled inside stuff. Like, me and Rook, we played Crystal Chronicles a couple years ago when the remastered ah. version of that oh, came out. Oh, we did. That I was, forgot. Yeah. I it was totally finish that honestly, with you sometime. Honest, honestly, though, probably worth forgetting because the remaster is oh. not good. Well, it was just, like, super rough. And it the had stuff a was lot like of really issues. Weird and so many yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you need uh, two consoles to play this game. <laughs> I mean, look, original Crystal Chronicles, you plugged in your GBA and you could like mm-hmm. see a map on it. Like, with the, oh, that thing was cool. Um, but yeah, d- d- little Crystal, Crystal Chronicles. Uh, Dirge of Cerberus. I've beaten Dirge of Cerberus. Um, oh, I played Dirge of Cerberus? Yeah. I did. I was just talking about it on stream today. I was obsessed with it. And now in retrospect, I realize how terrible it is. <laughs> I'd say that with like so much love, but yeah. I, I like I, I still have a fond like a fond feeling in my heart for it, even with yeah. the many issues that it had. Dirge of Cerberus, <laughs> I think, was the first title Koji worked on uh, after mm, uh, getting hired that. at Square. Yeah, uh, you can also uh, it, it originally had uh, in Japan uh, had online multiplayer through Play Online, uh, and it is one of. Only a handful of games that you can play with a mouse and keyboard on PS2. I've tried it. It's awful. <laughs> but you can do it if you want. You can. Just uh, fun facts here. Yeah. I uh, I didn't play Winter War 3. 4 is probably my favorite. Haven't played 5. I can say... I, I, having played through the in- in- entirety of the 6.x patch cycle, I feel like I've played 4. I don't want to have to murder you next time I see you, but I will if you're not careful. <laughs> it's fine. We got the threat documented now. This is live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forever on the internet. Uh, yeah, didn't play five, but uh, I want to because I think it is one of uh, Denitra's favorites. And mm-hmm. we have similar tastes. Yeah. Um, I Six, if four is not my favorite, then six is. That's just a good story. It's just a good story. There's so many good characters. There's a lot of very, stuff. Very it's great. There's a lot of stuff. I've never finished seven. I it didn't grab um, me. It's it's uh, very popular. And that's fine. And I just it's not it's, my thing. I everything's guess. not gonna res- resonate with everybody. Yeah. I love eight. I love it. Um yes. I always I always kinda laugh at myself there because eight or seven's so popular. I'm like, eh. Can and we just, eight real, was kinda... real, real quick, favorite uh single player offline Final Fantasy? Eight. 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 Four. Well. Oh. Okay. Mm. It's tough. Eight is my favorite, I think, just because I love it so much. But, like, I do also really love 12. Okay. So, so yeah, eight, seven, very popular. Me, meh. Uh, eight, not so popular with a lot of people. Me, yes, I love it. I love eight. Oh. Eight is great. Also, great. Uh, Tactics Advanced mm-hmm. is another, is one that I played I, and beaten. I've heard uh, everybody seems to love uh, anything involved with tactics. I don't like that style of game, so I've never played it, but I've heard the story is great. 
I've started or like the original tactics. I haven't finished it, but I, I uh, yeah, the tactics advanced on GBA. Like I played a bunch of like you could link up and do like multiplayer fights and stuff. Like, yeah. Nine. Uh, also never finished. Got really close to finishing, but never finished. Very worthwhile game though. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm as I'm sitting here saying that, I'm like, I should go finish that. I <laughs> got really far in nine, but I had borrowed it from a friend, and he was missing the last disc. Oh boo! <laughs> oh so, no! That happened. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. I loved. Uh, I know that one wasn't always so. Ten popular, was. I loved, it. I loved all the characters. Like revolutionary. Mm. For its time with the, the voice acting and like it was just like holy crap like yeah. Ted I think was actually no that's not true I think Final Fantasy Mystic Quest was the first one I ever played because I was able to get a ROM for it I think I think Mystic Quest was the first time I was exposed to the series a, a f- friend's sister had it and played a lot of it um, but then I think the first one I played it was my friend had then picked up a copy of Seven and I saw some of Seven. I'm trying to remember. I I rented a PlayStation. Like I rented like the whole ass system to play eight when it came out because I didn't have a PlayStation yet. So I probably I probably did I beat eight first. I don't know if I beat eight or seven first. It's like I don't know. Definitely but beat yeah, eight first. I definitely I definitely played through both of them though. So I went I went backwards um, because very similarly to Rook, I didn't have a, a console for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like. Uh, I think N64 was our first console, and then we got the PlayStation okay. 2. So the first Final Fantasy that I played that wasn't on PC as a ROM <laughs> was 10. And then I went backwards from there, and kind of in like a hit up 8, tried 7, said now, went to 9 type deal. Yeah, I was, I was like um, a console fiend growing up. Like, I had we had an NES, and then I got a Super Nintendo for Christmas. We didn't get the, the Genesis... But then, like, everything after, because I got PlayStation a little late, Dreamcast, didn't get a Saturn. Everything after that, it'd be like, every Christmas, it'd be like, I would make a PowerPoint presentation. I'd be like, this is the Nintendo GameCube. This is the game I want, Luigi's Mansion. This is the only thing I want for Christmas, and therefore, now you are obligated to buy it for me, because there is nothing else that I want. Please do not buy me socks. It worked every uh, year, and I still got socks, so winner. Well, I mean, <laughs> wow. I, I mean, if they if they know what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, plus, I was I was, I was putting super... powerpoints together. They were probably powerpoints. Oh hell yeah, working on your on your yeah. skills. The, the worst the worst See? year was the Dreamcast year because the the store ran out of memory cards. <laughs> I Can't played that first level of Sonic Adventure so much. <laughs> See, I would tell my mom that that's what I wanted, and she would be like, "You will not get that." she would buy me something i didn't want and had no use for and that's how that's how things went in our house but you know it's fine because now i'm a grown adult and i can treat myself to anything go go buy yourself a sega saturn go get whatever you want Uh, treat yourself we didn't have consoles for a long time but we did have uh, a computer very early on like yeah five-year-old me knew how to do dos shit so Yes. The, yeah. it's, it's funny. I alluded to this earlier that the, the programming class I was failing in high school, so I just played RuneScape. Uh, <laughs> there was a, a, a girl in that class that was doing some kind of like side class thing with DOS. And the teacher's like, does anybody in here know DOS commands? I was the only person. Because <laughs> I had my first computer when I was in first grade. 
Like I use I used to get out a homework coupon. I'm like, I'm going home. I'm putting that five and a half inch floppy in that drive with my two button joystick. I'm gonna play the shit out of some Wing Commander. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. They, they used to have game stores that just rented PC games. Those aren't a thing anymore to my knowledge. I don't think I ever saw rental PC games. Yeah. That's I wild. played a bunch of games on a computer. Yeah, having rented I, them. I, I remember... Uh, that's the first time I played Lemmings, which is one of my favorite okay. games to this day. I, I remember vividly my... Di- so there was that era of PC gaming where they're like, ah, oh, piracy has run rampant. How can we combat piracy in, like, 1990? And they're like, <laughs> we're going to put symbols in instruction books. And when you run the game, we're going to ask you what symbol is on page 4, 76, and 39. And they're like, wait a minute, though. People that work in offices have scanners and printers. <laughs> so I had my dad just brought a bunch of copied floppy disks and this giant copied instruction book for like X Wing or something. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. Good time. Yeah. Good Where was I? All right. 10. 11. Yeah. I played 11. A lot, a lot, a lot of 11. Yeah. I have many regrets about 11. <laughs> Really? Like what yeah. are we talking about? Just like like you, oh. you spent too much time on it? Like life regrets? Ah. Like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm well, just as, and I played a shitload of love it, so I'm curious. Um, I did. I spent a lot of time on it. Um, to the detriment of like going out sometimes. Sure. Uh, yeah, I I yeah, did yeah. get to a place where uh we were like the bunch of us who live around me were going to visit a bunch of us who lived an hour away i got to the point where um i would go and visit them every weekend uh, and i would bring the stuff with me so that i could run dynamis at noon on sundays (laughs) so for like you know three hours on sunday everybody else was watching something together and i was like i'll be back in three hours um other than that it's just like people that i had to deal with like i'm very wary of online people now because of how weird and strange some of those people at the time were. We mm. talked about this a little bit during yeah. our uh, women in gaming episode and mm. the, the kind of bullshit yeah. you have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. in, in you know, uh, late 90s, early 2000s as uh, somebody who's like, yeah, I'm a girl on the internet. Oh, no, I didn't want to see your dick. No, thanks. <laughs> so, yeah. Regrets about 11. But uh, I like MMOs still, so that's that's good, right? <laughs> I mean, um, you know. <laughs> 12, 12 has an interesting story. Uh, actually, 10-2 has a similar interesting story. 10-2, I played most of the way through. Never got to finish because one of the roommates I was living with at the time stole it and uh, sold it. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, 12, I bought for myself, let Philip borrow uh, to play. He played it, I think, the whole way through. And, and then, then he um, stole it and sold it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, he moved, he moved to Texas. Uh, tangent life story we don't need to talk about. Uh, I I got a job. He didn't. We were both out of college. I got a job and he didn't. I got I stayed here. He moved to Texas for like maybe like a year or two. Um, and on his way to Texas, his car broke down, and somebody offered to give him a ride to uh Walmart to get somebody to tow the car out. Right? They dropped him off at Walmart, left, and stole all of the shit out of his car. Yeah. That's uh, the angriest I've ever been. How could somebody do this to my precious baby? Holy shit. But anyway, Final Fantasy XII was in his car, and so that guy stole 
Oh no! I just like want to get you a hard copy of Twelve now, just to give you like years. <laughs> it was, after a, it the was a nice like uh, steel steelbook. Case too, so. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was the steelbook before steelbooks were a thing. I remember yeah. that GameStop exclusive. I I have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I run I into actually, it every so often when I'm doing my game my game shopping. If you want me to pick you up a copy, if I see yeah, one, yeah. I got you. That's okay. I I will probably I'm more likely to play it on PC than anything else at this point. This is also um, true. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I haven't played a mainline Final Fantasy since then, and I don't think it's because of the trauma of losing it. <laughs> There's no trauma there. Um, I just I I didn't hear good things about thirteen. I have played 14, obviously, I, and 15 and 16, I just haven't got to. Uh, I, I heard things about 15 that made me go, eh. And uh, 16, I actually, I actually might play at some point because I keep hearing really cool things about it. But I'm just kind of in the MMO PC place now. There's yeah. so much good stuff to play on PC. If you are anybody who games at all, you probably have 5,000 games you haven't played yet. I'm not quite that bad but i have enough to entertain me on this computer here. there are so, I just so many games coming up oh my god yeah, i just haven't i just haven't dabbled in, in final fantasy for a while yeah i mean i, I mean so obviously enriched by 14 i mean you you all know i i played 11 for a long time i started in high school um played it through college um but i mean did a podcast about it when podcasts were still new and you had to explain what a podcast was to people. <laughs> um, and now here I am. Like if I didn't, if I hadn't played 11, we, none of us would have met. You would be hearing my voice right now. Like it's wild. Just that one, that one game, all this from that one game, just because I wanted a hard drive in my PlayStation. Two. <laughs> There's only like four games that used it. It's like there was like so I think SOCOM might have used it. A Resident Evil Outbreak used it. You could yeah. get hard drive specific Outbreak. lobbies. Yes. Rook's just cool. like, I know what a Resident Evil is. I haven't talked to you anybody in it. You me. had to you had to play this game with like three or four other people and you couldn't talk to them. Yeah. So imagine so you so I visited Rook back in like May and I we mm -hmm. went through one, two, three, and one remake. Okay, so imagine those older style games where you're playing with three other people and the only way you can communicate is by using like pre-made prompts on the D-pad. So it's like this way, mm -hmm. yes, no, like that was it. And then you could turn into a zombie, but if you did, you were just restricted to one room. <laughs> <laughs> so you would just be like, maybe someone will come and then I can eat them. And that was it. That was Resident Evil Outbreak. Amazing. It's yeah. we're making it sound worse than it was. It was really awesome. <laughs> it was hard. Too. I will believe some, you. Yeah. Um, but you know, we still have more of these survey questions to go. So we got to turn our attention back to Final Fantasy fourteen. And we kind of touched oh, on the next question about? a bit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we kind of touched on this in even our like lineup, our, per our previous two questions. But um the next one, Fusion, do you want to <clears throat> take us to the next question? Yes, yes, yes. Prepare yourself. What led you to start playing Final Fantasy fourteen? This was a multiple choice, it looks like, where you could select one. This is, mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, the choices are, I enjoy online games. I yes. enjoy role-playing games. I am yes. a fan yes. of the Final Fantasy series. A yes. family member, one, by the way. slash <laughs> a friend, slash an acquaintance recommended the game to me. The commercials and ads yes. grabbed my interest. I was already playing before you had commercials, bro. Videos <laughs> on YouTube and other social media grabbed my interest. 
No. I learned that there was a free trial. <laughs> I mean, look, for me, really, it was that 1.0 live action commercial with Louis Swa that really just sold me <laughs> on fine. It's a lie. If you, if you don't know the commercial, look it up. It's amazing. <laughs> I love to use the image of Louis Swa every time news comes out about that Final Fantasy uh, <laughs> TV show that they were working on at one point. Oh uh, I mean, yeah, it's tough that they only let you pick one on this. I mean, I guess technically. I'm a fan of the Final Fantasy series was probably the thing that most directly put this on my radar. Mm. But it was honestly kind of a combination of stuff. Like, I had always wanted to enjoy online games. I just hadn't had the chance. Um, I was already an established lover of role-playing games because of Final Fantasy and other games. And I had family members and friends who played Final Fantasy or who showed me previous MMO Final Fantasies. So it it was kind of all of those. And then like when I finally was just like, yes, I'm going to get this and I'm going to subscribe to it. It was a, a combination of those factors and the fact that I wanted a, an online game, but that also felt like the role playing games that I loved. So, yeah. Technically, I guess it's a family member, friend, acquaintance recommended the game. Um, I was still playing 11 at the time. And the people I was playing with were like, hey, we're going to try 14. Want to go? I'm like, yeah, okay. That's how I started playing. Yeah, During, I, I, I think, I wasn't sure if, I, mean, I can't remember if it was alpha or beta of, of 1.0. But it, mm. was, it was early. It was early, yeah. Beta. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just fan of Final Fantasy series. Like, obviously, like, the other ones are all valid, but, yeah, I think Final Fantasy series. Multiple. Yeah. I was kind of, I don't want to say bummed, but I was kind of like, really, I can't pick multiple of these? Are you sure this is a good survey? Do you want all of the information? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess it, like, forces you to kind of hone in on what you consider to be the main way that you came to the game, which might might be more applicable to them than a widespread of data, but, um... Yeah, I, I would like to have had the option to even just, like, you know, check a box that said, like, multiple, and then you could, like, put in why mm. you said that or something. Yeah. Um, all right. What's your main job above all others? I like that you brought the voice back. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> I'm committed to the bit now. Like, this is, is, this is how it's going to go. Do you like beans? <laughs> I think that it's was... actually on there. Yeah. That's like a weird, random, full circle Twilight Zone moment for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just realized as I as I read in chat, Tempest saying half of Rook's viewership plays 14, just put her as the reason they started mm. playing. I guess you could put that down, but it is interesting to me that in that last question, sorry to take us back for a moment, they just said videos on YouTube and other social media, as opposed to saying an influencer or content creator you know the content made by They're, that's what i'm like, saying what they need to pay, they yeah. need to pay more attention to to creators anyway sorry uh what is your main <clears> job <throat> of all of others i think this is no surprise to anybody that's ever heard me talk on this podcast or on yeah, my own no, channel blue mage obviously blue mage yeah <laughs> that's my main and i refuse to play no i love healers and i like magic so i usually am playing a magical healer, but that's no, also all one. that we have at this point. You gotta point, pick one. So. You gotta pick one. Oh, my main job is white mage right now. I used, yeah, I used yeah. to play astrologian. Stormblood astrologian is still my favorite job that's ever been in this game. 
Um, and I still dabble. I've been playing, you know, Astro recently. I've played Sage. I, I like to dabble with all the healers, but White Mage is the one that I started with, actually. And White Mage is what I am currently playing and raiding on and is has been my main for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Reaper. No. No, but I love your faces. <laughs> I can't believe you believed me. That Dancer. upset me. That upset me, I, Zanidra. I... I <laughs> didn't believe you i just i had this moment where i'm like she's she's pulling our leg right she's she, messing with she us a liar. she's messing with us yeah no i just had such a moment i had like i literally had this thought like in my head where i was like what's happened since we stopped raiding together what <laughs> happened are you the zanitra things, we know it's love things <laughs> changed okay no dancer um i Really, really love playing support classes. This is a holdover mm. from playing Corsair. Ooh, Corsair from Eleven. Yeah. Um, prior to Dancer, I played Bard, and those are pretty much the only jobs that I played in uh, A Realm Reborn and beyond. Uh, my my next favorite is probably White Mage. Hang on. Or yeah. Astro, if it were like old Heaven's Word, Astro. <laughs> Back in my Heaven's day, we had cards. No, late, late Heaven's Word. Okay, okay, good, good adjustment, good adjustment. <laughs> uh, I mean, fusion, dragoon. Like if dragoon. Like it's it's my online handle. It'll always be my online handle. Dragoon. I got you can see the the bottom of the little plush dragoon that they released oh, in Japan. He's, he's kind of there. Uh, yeah, dragoon. Like it was my main in eleven for a long, long, long time until Dancer came out. Uh, which is a completely different dancer than we have in 14. Otherwise, maybe it would completely different game. Um, yeah, Dragoon. Pokey sticks, little dragons. and I mean, not in this game, but like Dragoon was my yeah, main. Minions. In, yeah. And you can, I mean, you can get that Dragonette minion that looks just like the Wyvern in 11. So, yeah. Yeah. But we'll get to that later. That's another question is, is minion stuff. We'll get, we'll get to you. We'll get down mm. to that. Uh, okay. Now, this is an interesting one. Which home point do you consider home? But for every expansion. Yeah. Or like pick one and then you have like mm. five drop downs for every expansion with every single oh, Aetherite. Like yeah. one per expansion is what yep. they did? No. Oh. You pick one. You pick one only. But they give you five different drop downs so it's not like all smooshed. Oh. oh. I see I how see. they... Mm. It was, I mean, it makes sense the way they did this so that mm. you're not like searching through a list that's 5,000 yeah. things long, but it was also just kind of like, this is weird. Mm. I know mine right away. It's Kugane. It's not set as my home point currently, um, but Gasp. I know. Well, I mean, obviously you <laughs> set your home point for convenience and right. It, every sure. expansion, my actual home point is just whatever is going to be helpful for me, that expansion, right? Yeah. Like. Um, but the the Aetherite, I guess, that I think of the most fondly as like a place that I always want to return to and that kind of feels like home to me, even though it's not canonically a home for any of my roleplay. Well, okay, a couple of my roleplaying characters, yes, but like not my main character. It's not like I head canon that it's technically their home. Um, mm -hmm. But as a player, as a person, it's Kugane. I don't I just love I love that city. I love the details of it. I will take any excuse to go back there. I love the JP, the Hidden Hot Springs. Um, the inn feels so cozy. I just, I don't know. It just feels like home to me. It's the place My that I'm favorite. always happy to return to. My favorite part of Kugane is you can run on the little wires that hold the lanterns up. 
Yes. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, can I'm... you guys guess what mine is? I oh hold on. Oh, no, no, I know this. Stav? It's Stav uh, or Limsa? Summerford no. Farms Limsa. in middle of Nosia. Okay. <laughs> Technically, and this is only because I have a free teleport, my actual home point is Gridania. Mm. My free teleport is Limsa. If I didn't have a free teleport, then it would be uh, Limsa. So I put Limsa when I filled mm. this thing out. Because, <laughs> you know, I like Limsa a lot! <laughs> I figured I was like, maybe Thav because of the dancer connection. But mm. I feel like I've see like heard you talk about Limsa so much. Yeah. I, it's hard for me. I'm kind of torn. Like, obviously, as a 1.0 player... Um, Old ah, like that was that was my city state. That was where I started. That's where where I got my rite of passage from the 1.0 collector's edition, right? Um, but then also like if we're talking like kind of like you know 2.0 onwards, like look, once Ishgard came out, like it's it's, yeah, it's Ishgard. Ishgard's you're, got you're dragoons and stuff. But where I also I live? have a house. Where's my house? I just want to pick <laughs> my house. Um, Ishgard's a little tempting. I think I'm probably gonna have to go old ah. Just because, I mean, that was... Oh, actually, hold up. They do have the uh, the housing districts in here. Yeah, goblet, done, easy. There you <laughs> my, go. My house. <laughs> Please, feel free to tell us about your choice. You've seen the space. It's <laughs> where my house is. <laughs> Home point? Yeah. Home. Yeah, that's go it, fix. done, easy. All right. Which mount do you call forth the most? This one's hard for me because... Really? Yeah, yeah. well, because I, for different classes, I use different mounts. And sometimes I just get tired of them. So I just change them, like my glamour. <laughs> like, like, I almost view them more as an accessory, I guess with some select exclusions. Hmm. I really like the L2 mount. I think she's so cute. So I use her on my crafters and gatherers. L2. Oh, she's a little dragonette from the... Um, uh, the oh, red yeah. dragon, the like the crafty dragon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, for a long time, used the bird collection phoenix mount. Mm -hmm. I... Uh, this is just so hard for me. Um... I finally got the Fenrir mount, so I've been using that a lot recently. Um, I actually also just like using my chocobo sometimes because I just yeah. get nostalgia feelings for my cute little boy. Um, I... <laughs> like thinking through them all. It's just so hard. How about, like, I mean, I'll think of more, I'm sure, but how about both of you? I feel like I'm tied between the the near robot mm. uh not because i like near but because I, I i like the idea that like i use it a lot for like when i'm on island sanctuary like it's on my island sanctuary like the hot bar that i made up just says like it's just a little robot you just jump up and it carries you around and the in-world implications of that just like a little like flying around thing okay um i also like the cloud the cloud one the original uh cloud nimbus. one that, that came out nimbus yeah just because, you know, sometimes I just want to channel my inner young Goku um, and just fly around, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I, I definitely used to do the same thing where, like, different jobs get different amount. Uh, some of my jobs, 
if you look at my bar, most of my jobs still have like the separate like, I'm on Dragoon, so I'm on a dragon type deal. Mm, sure. Uh, but my favorite one, no question, is the Black Pegasus. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Now, I forgot. Uh, I do have an actual answer. It, it is the Mikoshi. What's that? The Namazoo mount. Oh, where it's just all the Namazu carrying the thing, yeah. and then you can do like the little like little firework thing, yeah. And then there's like the one that on one the back good. that just has like the white eyes, like he's like ah, like full anime. Yeah, no, it's great. My my friend gave me uh, the Black Pegasus many years ago when it, was, my day. when it was still kind of hard to get, and I was like. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? Because, like, you can have this back and sell it or use it. And they're like, no, 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 it's your birthday. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm using it then because it's Beautimus. Yeah. And it's, it's been my favorite since. My second favorite is probably the, the Wyvern mount. Mm. Kind of like big wings green dragon. Mm -hmm. I just thought of one that I can't believe I didn't say, which is the Amaro mount. The Amaro mount Aww, is definitely one that I use boy. a lot. And I really love him. He's so cute. What's my answer yeah. for using the Mikoshi? I think I'm just going to be say Namazu are silly boys. That's fair. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, fair. Okay. Actually, yeah. I when I, I I knew exactly which mount it was that I was going to say when I when I looked this up, but I wasn't sure what the name of it was. Mm. It is mm. called the Black Pegasus. The whistle yeah. for it is the Night Pegasus whistle, and I'm uh. like. Mm. Are you inconsistent? You're making this difficult for me. Localization. Why you do this to me? Well, yeah, because then there's also the nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah. That's right. All right. Yep. I would say I liked the Kirin mount for a really long time. And probably my favorite would actually be the transforming fire dragon from P12S. Mm. But mm. in the one clear that I got of it and then subsequently immediately quit after, yeah. <laughs> um, it did not drop. And I'm still devastated to this day. I I was super lucky. Aww. We we only cleared Eden like a couple times, and I got like the first mount, which is you know <laughs> look as like an FF eight first, and I was like yeah, like it just got like a little beam, like the animation that shoots up and stuff mm -hmm. is really cool. But yeah, no Mikoshi because Damazu like was that a not a full chest clear? Yeah, it like it always drops. Uh, wait, I know we had like I think we had two people roughly out, that yeah. had cleared that week that jumped in to help. Uh. And at that point, I was just like, screw it. Whatever happens, happen. <laughs> like, Damn. So. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Similarly. Which minion is always by your side? None. I never the use monster. Minion. I know. No on my minions? main character. No. On my main character, I never, ever use a minion. Uh, my favorites are the Shaggy Shoat, because it's a little piglet. It's very cute. Okay. I like the owl, and I like the unlucky rabbit doll for an RP reason. Mm. Um, my character calls her partner Rabbit, even though he is not a Viera, <laughs> um, and he is very unlucky. So when they released the thing that uh, was the unlucky rabbit, I was like, it's you! Cute, I uh, love that. On my alts, I always have the Midgar Stormer dragon out. Oh, oh that's fun. He's a cutie. He is cute. I have, oh, there's there's a lot. I kind of, again, toggle yeah. them on and off as well. Um, I actually really like 
I don't remember what they're actually called. You gave, I think you were the person that actually ended up giving them to me. One that I wanted for ages and that I loved. Um, I think Zen, you actually gave me, when we were running for some reason, Hell's Lid and the ferret dropped. Mm. You yeah. passed it to me. And that's um, actually just one of my all-time favorite minions. That's I love that little boy. One, yeah. I think he's so cute. Um, I also really love the sand fox. I think he's funny. Uh, I also... <laughs> uh, this is kind of a weird one. Tinker's Bell. Oh, yeah. Tinker's Bell. Mm. Which is a... It's from the Archaeotania. And I just really like that one. It has this interesting little tidbit of lore affiliated with it that it seems as though it was used by the ancients to like almost store ether and like have a supplemental ethereal reserve that you could pull from it. And I always thought that that was, I don't know, just like a very cool little thing. So I okay. really like that one. Um, other ones have really charmed me over the years. Uh, Seite is really cute. The little dragon from mm -hmm. Seiryu. I mean, all the dragon ones, you know, the, all the dragon ones I'm into it. <laughs> Love. Who could, who could have predicted such an answer? <laughs> the uh, Siamese cat you get from, I think, mm. Hunts? Hunts, yeah, Shall yeah, I? yeah. Yep. Pretty. Mm. Oh, yeah, the ferret is the white witchrit. That's what it is. That's what mm. it's actually called. I also really like the Tengu doll. I used that one for a really long okay. time. Um, yeah, Wind Up Shinryu is cute. There's just like a lot of really cute minions. I don't know. I wish all of them had some kind of little interaction thing and would like idle on your shoulder. I was super yeah. big into the hunting hawk or the like falcon yeah. for a while as well. And I love that they'll like fly and just settle on your shoulder while you're doing stuff. Yeah. So for for a while after ARR came out, I was rocking the wind up Dalamud, uh, which came with the meteor or the 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 one like OST Blu-ray. Um, and then I think after that, the Realm Reborn one came with a little wind-up Bahamut that had like a Dalamid eggshell on its head. And I used that yeah. a lot too. Um, lately, I've been using uh, my little blue poop, little little pew pew minion. Um, but if I have to pick one, it's going to be the wind-up Nanamo. Oh, interesting. I would not expect that one. No, it's always the Nanamo. Like, I'm from Olda. Right, so like, right, like Nanamo is best girl. That's my answer. I'm gonna Nanamo is best girl. <laughs> um, but I also I have the uh, what was it? Uh, Frankfurt, I think, was the the fan fest where I got. Let me pull her off the the Iron Throne here. My little just sitting Nanamo. So like, Dude. I got her when I went to Frankfurt, which was the first time I went overseas. And so like, I for for a while, you know, back when we had conventions and stuff, I would bring Nanamo with me. And like do like a picture of like Nanamo at like the wherever I was at. <laughs> um, haven't really done that lately though. There hasn't been a lot of events, and I forgot. Um, For the longest time, you had the little Nanamo uh, like sitting on yeah, your I camera had, window. It was yeah, I had it like on the the scene here. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah, Nanamo. Because Nanamo's yeah. the best girl, and she can climb up onto your shoulder. You can beckon her, and she'll just crawl up your back Aww. and just sit on your shoulder. So yeah, there you go. All right. Who or what would you consider your most 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 isn't a word most formidable <laughs> foe? Uh, 
I hmm, this is so hard because I could read this question in like ten different ways. Dodos. Like, which fight did I feel was the most epic? Like and was the most like you know formidable so. to overcome or like mm -hmm. what boss feels like they were the most or like like what villain feels like they were the most yeah robot savage epic <laughs> i so you know. in the um in the in the actual like drop downs for each expansion they basically have the raid tier bosses Oh, but, or, and, but and it then says if your answer is not included in the selection menu tell us about your answer mm, using yeah. the free answer space Dodos, so they, they just burp on everything. People, yeah, they fully expect people to be like, I don't care about the raid bosses. It was yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. Then I guess maybe we answer one of each most formidable raid boss and just so general. You can, you can only select one. It's it's that I thing again where they list all the expansions. Yeah, but we're but answering only... the survey how we want. Oh. Yeah, well, we're like, oh. we're not submitting this all shit. Right. Oh well then. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Raid boss. Um From from a realm reborn. Trial or raid boss from a realm reborn. Oh wait, this only is... a realm reborn? Well, are it's we are we doing each expansion? It's from all... Or are we no. just doing from Oh no, no, no. Cuz I just from... we just we just went over this. It's, I thought we it's, get no, the okay, it's one from, from any one. expansion. It's one from any yeah. expansion raid bosses. And then or, yeah. just general uh, enemy, general. like general enemy from anything in the game that's not raid specific. Um, okay, so with our raids, we, like, hold on, immediately my brain goes completely blank. With our raids, we had Binding Coil, we had um, Alexander, we had Eden Verse. Omega. We had Omega. We had... Um, uh, pandemonium. pandemonium. Yep. You know, I I think it's interesting had, because we also I, had all the trials though. The trials are listed in here as well. Yeah, I think so. They like are. all the primals. Oh, oh, what? Yeah, any instance ah. boss type fight. Ah, but um, right? It's hard. To, <laughs> it's super hard to pick. Yeah, I mean. Omega MF from the raids for me stands out just because I I love that fight and it feels so unique and so memorable and so good. Um I I mean I have a soft spot for the warring triad as far as trial bosses go. Um they felt really distinctive and really cool to me and I Really liked them. And like general villains, um, I mean, Emmett Selk. Emmett Selk to me is the most memorable and engaging of, of enemies. Formidable. So formidable. Hades would be. Although, yeah, although funnily enough, I don't really think the Hades fight is the no. most mm. difficult fight or anything like that. Um, but I feel like Emmett Selk to me was like he represented so many different things in the game as well as the ancient world um what had been wrought in the name of the garlean empire um you know the knowledge that he had that he was holding over us for so long um yeah so like he feels the, the coolest to me does that work i don't know i could sure. do like it's fine <laughs> when i was trying to answer this question on the actual survey um i was having the hardest time picking because uh, I have like a, a different idea of what is formidable in the lore versus what was formidable mm. to me playing the game. Um, so what I, 
ended up doing after I went through a couple of times and was like, well, you know, overall people had problems with, with uh, living liquid, but my group didn't necessarily. My group had more issues with the one with like the giant ball and the cat, um, <laughs> which I don't remember the name of at all, but that was yeah. like all based on, um, people who wouldn't, uh, take that, direction or didn't understand dinks? mechanics. Twinkle <laughs> dinks or all thoughts or strike box. Wait, no, these are these are in order. So Living Liquid, Manipulator, Twinkle Dings. It was like the third one after that. Vortex uh Quick Things All Thoughts. That must be it. Yeah. He was b- before so, Brute Justice. So yeah, uh, a lot of times and then and then I was thinking about Thordin. My group had uh, a lot of trouble with Thordin, which to be fair was like a big clusterfuck of mechanics. So Thordin sure. actually might if I had to pick Thordin. But uh, my group at the time had a black mage who just refused to move at all. Uh, which I get you're a black mage, but also you're standing in the mechanic and now you're dead. I can't move because my DPS is bad. You're dead. So your DPS is worse. <laughs> so I ended up putting players as my most formidable <laughs> players. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Uh, is it rude? A little. Uh, you know, look, they asked. If I, they didn't want to know. They shouldn't have asked. It in better, kinder detail than that, but players. Uh, for me, uh, it, hands down, Cruise Chaser. It's the most time I've ever committed on progging a single fight. And it just forward and back for like, God, three yeah. months or something. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like two times a week. It was, ins- it was, oh my gosh. <gasps> Twintania would be a close second. Because that was Twintania was was as far as I got I loved, for that first tier. I loved doing Twintania. Mm. It's, it was, uh, such a, it holds such a place in my heart. Like I think back to that, and I don't think formidable. I think just fucking enjoyable. That was a good See, Twintania. I I quit and never beat Twintania oh. in my raid group, but Cruise Chaser we did. It just took fucking forever, <laughs> but we it did was, it. It was you know. You, you didn't know all the mechanics and uh, yet, so you weren't like, ah, that stack thingy over there is definitely a stack thingy. You were like, mm-hmm. all right, that symbol means crap, run! It was it was just such a good time. And it, it was back before, basically, I'm gonna about, about to say the same thing. It was back before every mechanic had a different type of, of symbol to it. So you didn't really know what was going on and you just kind of had to hope for the best and the palm wasn't flat yet, vague. Mm. Uh, you fight on a Bahamut palm. And yes. Right now it's super flat so that you can sort of tell where you're standing. But at the time it was, it was still curled up and it was sometimes difficult for people to figure out which, which part of standing between the fingers was the safe part to dodge the freaking dive. Uh, such a good time. Mm. <laughs> what you think right. fusion? For a formidable foe? Mm. Yeah. Cruise Chaser. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fusion's a Cruise yeah. Chaser. I was like, we, I, I said this, right? Like, we just... <laughs> Thinking back to 10 seconds ago, head empty. Can't remember. I can't, I, I'm, a, I'm like a goldfish until it reaches a certain I was look, point. I was looking ahead right a little there. bit, so I was like, wait, hold up. But I, You're okay. staring off in space. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> There's a lot of options for the next one. <laughs> yeah. mm. All right. Choose one character. Whom you would feel, or whom you would like to be featured in a side story? One, one character from the whole ass game of Final Fantasy XIV, which now offers this, a free. T- one character. Was this hard for you guys? I'm still looking at the list, going like, man. I don't know who they have on the list. So think of any NPC ever. 
Okay. <laughs> one character. Yotsuyu. Boom. Done. Yotsuyu. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, any dragon. Any dragon. <laughs> any dragon. Oh, you you know what? Any the, of the uh, first brood. The one white mama dragon. Uh, I forget her name. Who who lives in the tower? And you go back to Vidofnir. Vidofnir. I think yeah. that's it. Vidofnir is a good one. Um. Yeah. Any of the dragons. I would love a story of True Bahamut before Aww. he died. Mm. Um, that would be really cool. Um, Is Bahamut in here? Other MPCs. You know what? Uh, currently, if we're sticking to dragons, uh, Bahamut is not is on the. Doing... Oh, yeah, there it is. No, really? Bahamut. Yeah. What Tiamat's yeah. doing, like, right now? Like, what thoughts are in her head right now? I know, that's some, right? That's Boy, cool I wish I could be featured in a story that involves two <laughs> other dragons. Um, I would also take any of the ancients, again, just all, any and all of them. Mm. I would like any other perspective into the ancient world. Um, anything pertaining to that. Oshan. Ooh, Oshan, yeah. yes. Good okay. one, good one. Mm. I kind of like Bahamut. Memphina. I'm a, a little bit obsessed with that little love story. I want to know like how that came about and like mm -hmm. what it went on like. Mm. Ooh, Tempest had one read a Tosker before she was killed. Yes, I would also oh, love that. That would be really yeah. good. Oh, you know, hold on. Let me, it's probably not even in here. Or like the, the 14 original knights. Yeah. Like what the hell was going on in their heads? <laughs> this is a weird one. And they're not actually a character that we've met in the game. Um, but I would love to have a short story from the perspective of the current puppet emperor of Ingashi. <laughs> because okay. I'm, I'm very curious about the Bakufu situation that's happening over there. Okay. And we finally got to see a little bit more with Rokan. Um, honestly, I, a character that is named that I would love to get a story from, um, would be Tenzin. Tenzin would be really interesting. That's his name, right? The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the um, Four Lords. Because we've heard so much from the Four Lords themselves, but have not actually had any sort of direct connection back to Tenzin, which I would I would love to see. Okay. Um, My, I, so I'm torn. I like the idea of Bahamut because we don't know a lot about actual Bahamut. That was a very good point. The one I thought, though, isn't on the list. Ooh. This is a throwback. Ooh. Do you know who Warburton is? Patrick? Yeah, <laughs> Patrick Warburton. No, Warburton. No, who's Warburton? That's Menphilia's dad. Oh, in yeah. The one, in yes, the 1.0 yes, yes. scene. The super dad guy. He, he's the, he's yeah. the guy that gets killed when the, the Gobu goes on the rampage. That's yeah, a Warburton. good one. That's a good one. I like that one. I like I'm going to do one. it. I'm going to do the, the crazy stretch and go Warburton. Yeah, I like it. I would also take OG Shiva. Oh, Shiva. Original Shiva. Yeah. Oh, okay. Original okay. Shiva. Okay. Like in the time of the, you know, uh, the union of dragon and yeah. elephant kind. Uh, I guess when it comes to our like current characters that are in our sphere, something with Hithlodius would be really cool because we have a lot with Hith being involved to some degree, but like, I don't, we haven't gotten a short story from Hith's perspective, have we? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. 
I'm, as I say this, I'm now like, did we? Did we get something? We had there. There was one that was like Haiti. It was like Emmett Selk and Hithlodius. Hades, but Hith makes kind of an appearance. More, yeah. Yeah, I would totally love something from Hith's perspective if they really wanted to absolutely destroy me. Either Hith deciding to go to become Zodiac, or something from Hith's perspective losing his sense of self within or, Zodiac or, would be or very just interesting. Reincarnate him because it's that's kind of open ended a little bit. Oh, I hope they do. I would love out, that, but right? don't kept, don't don't give me that hopium. Don't give me that hopium. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, what other side characters? I like everything with the four lords, so more of them would be fine. Um, I'm just I'm scrolling through anything that's happened recently. The gleaners are interesting. We did get something with them though. So I think if considering who we're seeing in the trailer for Dawn Trail, um, I think we'll probably get some more gleaner stuff. If uh, what's his name is coming with us to uh, the one place. I mean, I'm I'm always down for Morstinian. I actually would. <laughs> Uriante? Yeah. Like, Moonbrita. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After Moonbrita's death and like how, how is her parents react to it? And what's Something from the new world brain? would be cool since we or, are going there. I want Uri a side Uriante's... story of Gulul Jaja's second head. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going on with them? Or Uriante's thoughts when he's dealing with... Um, was it Elidibus? Whoever yeah. it was. Oh, yeah, when he when, when he was when he doing was... all the Warrior of Darkness yeah. stuff, all the shady. Mm -hmm. things, I mean, yeah. I guess I guess technically, like we've gotten the the full circle of that um, yeah. via the story itself, but like at the time, mm -hmm. you know, we have him plenty in the main narrative, so this isn't like an urgent one. But I would like a story from Grahatia about the new life he's leading and the lifetime that he had already lived back um, on the first. And like what it's like to be almost like born again in a sense, like yeah. he reemerges into this young body and, you know, is now just completely living this life that seems so removed from who he was as the Exarch. And I think it would be very interesting him like reflecting on because he was basically he basically raised a child over there. He basically, you know, like I think there it would be very interesting to see him like trying to reconcile the two lives that he has lived. You know, as so, soon as soon as talking about the yeah, Doom timeline. As soon people. as you said Ooh. Graha, I was like, give me Graha from the Doom timeline. <laughs> um I, it, it's, that's, that's one so, of those things. It would be so, so cool to learn more about. But yeah. it's never going to have any effect on anything at this point. It I does. Feel like, it has right? an effect like, on my heart. Okay, I want well, to know well. that they are not doomed. Yeah. No, no. They were like super fucked. Yeah. That's why they did what they did. <laughs> no, yeah. they're, they're like, like super the, mega last... ultra doomed. Yeah. But in the last story, like doesn't freaking Midgar Stormer show up? Yes. Midgar Stormer awakens mm -hmm. from his slumber. I want to know says, what happens. Like he says that I have seen how hard you have tried to save this world. And while I've long like mistrusted man, I believe that like I could not in good conscience continue sleeping while you do everything in your power to try for a better future. And um, like a better, not a better future as in like just the timeline project, but like a better future on the star and what remains of it. And so he theoretically offers to help try and like they all seemingly attempt to see if they can salvage the star. 
So it, yeah, it's not like yeah. a full, what like everyone dead ending. Supposedly there's a whole other world that still exists where they were trying to um, undo the damage, which is interesting. Yeah. You know who else would be, and I can't remember. So like, was Shinryu ever actually a real dragon or was he always just of myth or, or like, right? I, I can't know. remember. I think he might have been real, like previously. Yeah. Hold on. He's very strange. I couldn't remember if he was just like like a primal entity. Shinryu, later named after a legendary beast that the Domans know from Far Eastern yeah. legend, was created by the final actions of Ilbert Fear. Yeah. Um, so we're talking primal. about the legend though. Or yeah, the I know. But there's there's a Far Eastern legend. But now, is that what summoned him is the real question. Is that why he took that shape? Oh, I think... I Okay, okay, okay. Perhaps this is incorrect, but I, I think it is correct. Okay. The reason he takes a draconic form is not because the beast himself is summoned after the template of Shinryu. It's because... Um, Ilbert was trying to basically repeat or make good on Niall Van Darnus's act of invoking a new calamity. So when he envisions a calamity, when he thinks of the despair that has befallen, oh, his he people, just wanted another dragon. Envisions Bahamut. Okay. So it's summoned after that, but then later was named Shinryu because of a Far Eastern legend okay. that featured the same, which may or may not be real. Yeah. Because okay. I was going to say, like, actual... are real. Yeah, like, actual Shinryu could be interesting if it has, like, zero ties mm -hmm. to Cardboard Man. Um, more but, more uh, Ilbert could be interesting, too. I think I'm more Burton, final answer. I'm locking that in. There's going to be, like, one person <laughs> that reads these survey things, but, like, who? <laughs> Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw? All right. Um... <laughs> Last question. We're there. We made it. We made it through. You ready? Yeah. What sort of place would you describe Final Fantasy XIV to be? Final Fantasy XIV isn't a place. It's a people. Ah. Do it in one word. No, I can't do this in one word. See, I've never done anything in one word in my entire life. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. You can do. You can definitely like expand upon the one word. You, just you, do it. In you one do word get that reference, right? It's not just me, like actually just being like, oh, it's like it's a it's a pop culture. I did not get it. I just that, that would be that would be no, that'd be Thor Ragnarok. Asgard yeah. is not oh. a place. It's a it's a He's people. He's still up in Marvel Land. Yeah. I see. That, no, he never. I'm, I'm always Land, I'm so. always up in Mar Marvel Land. Are you kidding me? I'm never going anywhere. My one um, word is old. Old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it. I'd like my expansive answer is not ha does not have anything antiquated, to do with old. but like in a good way. But, but my one word answer is old. That's all I can think of. Um, game, game. Wow, game. you <laughs> Like I love you both, but these answers suck right What's now. What's your one word so, answer? You're not supposed you come, to be good. You come one up word with answers. a better one word answer. Yeah. Home. Okay. No, you that's win. Pretty, that's pretty <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I do. Um, but <laughs> um, are we going to elaborate now? Is that what's yeah, happening? Absolutely. Okay. So it's just for fun. So for mine, for game, it's a video game. 
incredible. Oh my god. I'm not elaborating on old. I just picked old because it made me laugh like an idiot to myself. Um... (laughs) That's how you my, feel my when answer, you play it old. My answer, and we've we've said this a billion times, uh, Final Fantasy is very, very welcoming for an MMO community, mm-hmm. uh, not only in just, like, personal interactions with random-ass people you don't even know, but but also in, in the content. That's the word, welcoming. Um, ah, oh, there, there you go. go. There you go. Is that it? Yeah. That's what, we, that's we did. No, I <laughs> like that's almost it. Word, that's almost word for word for what I, what I put in my actual survey. Welcoming is very good. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I feel like I have a lot of little roosts, a lot of little homes in various games and pockets and communities and in my real life, like literal house and everything else. But 14 has become home to me in so many ways. Like, um, I look forward to going back to it. You know, I look forward to the familiar places, the memories that I have there, the people that I have met there, the adventures I've had, the feelings I've felt, and the community for all of its amazing, absolutely welcoming, like you were saying, absolutely heartwarming, um, you know, qualities, and also the things that we all laugh about and that make us roll our eyes, the ridiculous things, the... You know, like and you were given a shit for it. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, like it's it's just something. I mean, you that you are you're part of why Final Fantasy feels like home, and this podcast is. But like, smooshy, smooshy. <laughs> so is so is everybody who listens or plays or you know, um, the role playing I've done in the game, the bosses I've defeated. It's been ten years. I mean, since ARR, right? As we've been celebrating in the game. Um, and for I don't know, eight of that or something? I I have called Aorzia home with so many of you. So for me it's like I feel like I have a place there and I love that place. And even if there are, you know, moments where the family bickers or <laughs> like whatever it is, you know, um, it's just such an important place that I always want to return to. Um, and that I always feel like I have a place in. So I guess that's why it feels like home to me. Um, there's like so many other aspects, you know, from a content creator perspective that, you know, change a lot of things, but the game itself has never changed for me and how much I love it and how it feels to me. So there you go. You have to describe more than video game. Yeah, you do. Sorry. I mean, if, if, if I'm going to get real right now, I think I would say welcoming i do like that it is it is a very welcoming game but then i would also say like tired but mostly consistent because <laughs> and, and right i and I've, I've mentioned this a few times if you've been listening to the podcast anytime since like the end of Endwalker, like uh, content drought is a thing playing a game for 10 years is a thing uh consistency right tired but consistent uh they roll out updates on a consistent schedule. Like we're always know when to expect things and that's good, but also like it's very rare that they break the mold on what is provided in that. So it's like, okay, we're constantly getting stuff, but at some point, like it's like, okay, we're getting another one of these, another one of these, another one of these. And it's, it's rare to get new things that are just so like, new feeling and engaging like we had uh variant dungeons cool idea i know a lot of people wanted like variable difficulty dungeons for a long time 
and then they released these, and it's it was kind of a swing and a miss for me, um, which is fine. Like again, but not they, for everyone, but not for everyone, <laughs> right? Not for me. Um, so yeah, that's. It's it's good. Like it's a fun game. Obviously, like I've spent so much time in this game. I do a podcast about this thing. I write news for a website about this thing. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a little it's a little tiring right now. And and I'm excited to see what uh, news we get for Dawn Trail and to see uh, what kind of new stuff we're gonna get. So there you go. Video game. Video game. <laughs> I agree. Um, there is uh, a fair amount of consistency to the game. Uh, at this point, I find it a little bit comforting because you kind of yeah. always know I need this many of this thing. I need to go to this sort of place to get to this sort of thing. Sure. But I, I disagree a little bit on the uh, they never bring out new things because we, we're honestly getting new things all the time. I will say that sometimes they are not uh, the best. Sure. But, uh, you know, Deep Dungeon was new at one point and that went over well. Uh, yeah, but then, but then they just kept adding more of that, world. right? But like, you get yes. like like Orthos came out. Did, did a lot? Did people like go heavy on Orthos? Like, I feel like it kind of came out and it was like a very indulgent thing. Like people talked about it for a week and then that was kind of it. Well, it depends on who you are and what your experience is, right? Like sure. we hear an echo chamber on social media, but that's not always reflective <laughs> of what, like, you know, actual player base may or may not be no, doing. Absolutely. Um, And I mean, on the other hand, right before we started the podcast today, we were literally talking about uh, Destiny 2 and the fact that there has been a bunch of just like weird, wild shit (laughs) that's been happening where there's like all this stuff that they're just like, that's gone. This is done. Oh, there's a big thing. That's a bug kind of thing that's happening right now. Oopsie. Guess it's just going to stay. They're like, Like, we're we're fixing it. it, But in the meantime, have fun. Whatever. Like, yeah. And coming from the opposite side of that with my experience in things like Guild Wars 2, mm. one of the greatest player base complaints over the years has been inconsistency. New mm. things that are added that are then never expanded upon. New sure. systems, new types of game con- like content that are only relevant for a patch and expansion. Um, something like that that then are never built upon. So I have to admire... 14's tenacity and consistency because I do think, like you were saying, Zanidra, it creates comfort. It does. There's a comforting reassurance that you are going to get things. Like, you will get new stuff. You will have an idea of what to expect. So if you like things, you will get more of the things you like, most likely. Um, You will get new surprises here or there. But it is a consistent stabilizing force, which is, I think, very necessary in many ways to long-term sustain the growth or just baseline subscription base, right? But, I mean, I, I do understand the being tired of things, right? Because when a game has been around for a long time and when we as players have engaged in it for so long, we, before we know it, become very fatigued of things. We get tired of the same grinds or the same kind of things. We are looking for something else. Maybe we even just get to a point where not much currently in our life, in any genre, in any game, is something that is surprising us, exciting us, because we've just played games for a long time <laughs> and we've done other stuff, right? Or or we've done whatever other things in our life over and over. Um, so I think that like from a veteran perspective, that energy of kind of being tired or feeling a little bit slowed or feeling like, you know, things have kind of stalled a bit here. Endwalker is a sentiment I've heard very much in the community. Would I characterize the entirety 
of my experience with 14 by just where I am right now in this patch? No, like no. not, not no, because that no. is a disservice to 10 years of history with the game and something that, like I said, has become a part of a part of my, my entire existence, my home. Um, but I mean, of course it is something that they, they have to think about for the next 10 years, mm -hmm. right? Because you have players, new and old, some who are experiencing it fresh and some who are looking for fresh ideas in a thing that they find comfort and love in. Um, so we'll have to see how they tackle it. You know, I think overall Final Fantasy to me is a, a wonderful place and I'm happy to be here. And we've all stayed in it for so long for a reason, right? And we love seeing new people come in. So I am very curious to see uh, what they keep doing moving forward. That's all the questions. That's it. We did it. We did the survey. Yeah, and a... you can all do it too. So just fill it yeah. out. Go fill go, out the survey go over, if you have Go over yet. to Loadstone. Click on it, log in, fill it out, and send it on in. It's very short. We we <laughs> stretched it out a bit because, you know, there's three of us. And we Content. Varying opinions, and we mentioned multiple opinions, but you get one per question. It's real fast. Yeah, that's very quick. Submit more, Burton. Warburton for NPC. <laughs> oh. they'll, they'll be like, "What's all? Where are all these people oh. coming in wanting to see?" I'm actually, more about I've already can, uh, sent mine in, but I kind of wish I'd done TMN now. I just, I just <laughs> submitted it. Just scroll down in the news; you'll see it. Uh, it's not too far down. Around yeah, if you're looking for the survey. survey. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Go fill it out. And that's it. We did a podcast. Holy cow! <laughs> uh, next week, I think if it if it is next week. Uh, TGS, uh, so live loaders like Saturday night. Uh, we will do an episode Sunday to take care of that. Um, so weird. So it's going to be weird. Sundays, what? Um, so yeah, we'll figure that out. Um, I think that's it. Schedule for FanFest will be kind of weird because uh, links don't appear in the chat, so you're survey arrow pointing to your link it's oh, just yeah. three Hi. asterisks Hi. My link's not just, just, just get, literally chat. just go to the lodestone and scroll down <laughs> a few posts it's right there um, so yeah. your links appear in the chat that's because I'm the channel person <laughs> I'll just log out and log channel owner I'm, the, I'm, I'm like the I'm like the guy I'll log back in Here. I, will, I will find the thing and post it in the <laughs> chat done <laughs> Look at go. that beautiful URL da, with all, da, da, da. The, all the gibberish. If you if you want to go to it, it's uh, na.finalfantasyxiv.com slash loadstone slash topic slash detail slash 6B116D69FCBC27BE24FC18BD884BA63B oh oh my gosh, stop, 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 stop. Yes. 6365485 3C07. <laughs> or just go to the loadstone and scroll down. Look, I started it. I wasn't not going to finish it. I mean, you committed. You committed to the bit, so we have to give you that. We have to give you that. I, Should we do outros, of... though? I mean, we could, if like you want yeah, to. Yeah, if like, we want to. I have a thing could... to say. What were you going to say? I don't remember, because Fusion just garbled out a bunch of letter numbers. <laughs> letter numbers. It's gone. We were talking about the survey, doing the survey. It's gone, um, everybody. Loving Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, no, it, it was a zero in the URL. Yeah, not a, not an O. It's a zero, oh like God. the number one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I just no. I like that they put the survey out. I was um, 
intrigued by the questions I'm that they put on it. I'm curious where they will use this data because, let's be honest, all of this stuff is things they could track in the game. Yeah, like, so... what's the point of this? Well, are they just gonna like? like maybe ask more interesting questions. Are they gonna just I, I throw this data out during like a live letter questions. thing? We back yeah. in the day, as a 1.0 player, they used to do surveys all the time where they would like go and like release all the the results and like this used to be like a big thing back in like 1.0. It's interesting uh, to me that especially looking ahead to ten more years of the game and everything else, um, I would have expected some of the questions to be more pointed. Like, hmm. you know, how do you engage in endgame content? How do you feel about tuning of difficult like things like that, right? Um, What's your but, favorite content in the game? It, it depends yes, on yeah. what I question get, they want to answer with the yeah. survey, and based on the questions they asked. I have no idea. It's like it's like they just had a survey to have a survey. I'm not sure I mean, what they're they hoping to, to glean from have this. Have them answer some bullshit questions and then at the end ask them who they want a story about so we just don't make a story that nobody reads again. I mean, there's that where like they might be wanting to engage. They probably want to also make it feel as though that we have a way to communicate with them. It could just be to sure. do a cute social media graphic, you know, where they're just Aww. like, you all love playing White Mage. You love playing this thing. You love these characters. So, I mean, it could just be something that's meant to be like a cute little engagement that's, like that. That's I could part see that. of the 10th yeah. anniversary. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they do have that like special 10th anniversary site that I'm sure they'd love to throw up some fancy, you know, X amount of percentage of players say they play this job, even though they already know like the percentages of how much each job gets played. And mm -hmm. yeah, we, we, we helped. We gave them that information. So we, 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 we contributed. Uh, Artemisian says in the chat to accuracy check for trackable data. Yeah, like maybe they're okay. using this as a way to verify that what they are tracking internally seems to align. I like that after not being able to do the lodestone posts and logged in on the gamer escape account. I, I told you I was logging out to <laughs> log back in, and then you were like, I'll do it. So <laughs> you're still here. It used to give whatever. you a message when you entered a link that didn't go through. Mm. It, it, dep it might depend on how we have it. Set because there's different ways you can like block links. Yeah. Depending well, on we'll have we to have. figure it's, it out for it's, future. It's fine. It's fine. For future, also, but just we're keeping everybody isn't modern, just, so that's fine. It's we're fine. keeping everybody waiting for our obviously thrilling, exciting outros here. Oh god, now I gotta like <laughs> sell poor, it. Oh. I know our poor audio listeners are like, why have they been talking about Twitch chat links for five minutes? It's Please. only been four minutes and fifty seconds. It's fine. <laughs> All right, now now I got to do like an exciting outro. Yeah, you got to do an exciting outro fusion. Bring the All hype. Right. <clears throat> if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Twitter at Rafflederg, Twitch on Rafflederg, and YouTube at RaffledergX, because there was already a Rafflederg on there. I've been streaming Starfield. So if you want to watch somebody play Starfield, since no one else is streaming Starfield, there you go. No one. No one else is. It's wild. Zanidra. If you want to find me on Twitter, it oh is Zanidra underscore A. Uh, it is just Zanidra on Blue Sky because I got an invite real early on and nobody stole my name yet. Zanidra, hun, why are them skies so blue over there? Is everybody sad? It's because it's not X and everybody's happy. Mm. <laughs> blue skies are for happy times. Don't you know that? Anyway, uh, you can also find me on Twitch at Strollberry Bop. I have not done anything on there in like four years, so that's <laughs> kind of a lie. 
Um, maybe one day I will. Who knows? But you can find me on there at plus the word underscore one, the number underscore shop word. Playing D&D. There's nothing happening tonight. It should be Dungeons and Diablo, but our DM is in Germany. So that's not happening. It makes that a little tricky. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. We have started a show called Plus One Shoot the Shit. Um, and that's where we just talk about D&D instead of playing D&D. Uh, next time we're probably going to talk about the uh, seventh drop of one D&D playtest stuff. So if you're interested in that, have opinions, come join us. We will talk about them with you. All of that ends up on YouTube as well. A plus one shot without the underscores. Brooke, where can they find you? Howdy, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I can't do as good of a southern accent. Darling, it's okay. I, you do your best. As either of these other two, but I'm going to try to my be best. Fair, I'm from the south, so I have a little bit of... You've got, you got a bit that of little bit of that, that southern mm-hmm. draw there. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, you can, if you want mosey on my way, you can find me over on twitch.tv rookery. That's R-O-O-K-U-R-I. So it's spelled a little funny, but don't worry about it. And uh, if you want to find me on YouTube... You can find me over at the same. That's just Rookery Sugar. Um, and if you want to find me <laughs> over, on, over on Twitter, it's at Rookery, but with a little underscore at the end. So at Rookery underscore. I do have a blue sky. It is Rookery. I have not been on there in a long time, but I will probably once Twitter is well and truly dead. So <laughs> come find me. Say hey sometime. Um, wherever, be it here on the podcast, be it over on the Lightbringers podcast, I do for Gilwars too, or uh, as well next month at London Fan Fest. Again, oh, so excited. I am, yes. I'm very excited for the opportunity. Cool. You'll all have to part of me talking about it because I could just be, I could just yell about it nonstop. Honestly, do it. I just do it. <laughs> but it's I'm exciting. so excited. I it's can't cool as wait. Hell. I am so happy for like, you. We have all our stuff booked. It's going to be amazing. Um, but I can't wait to commentate some amazing PvP matches for all of you live at FanFest and to see any of you there that are going to be there. So be sure to say hi. <laughs> all right. Apologies to any now of it's our time listeners. To say bye. No, we got we have we have the other the, the other contact thing. If you want, you can email us at aethrabradio at gamerescape.com or you can tweet at us at aethrabradio. And of course, you can find us as gamerescape on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, Discord.gg. You can come and talk to us. We have an Aethrab Radio channel. We have a Final Fantasy XIV channel. And uh, that's all there is to that. So uh, we will see you next Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> for a live letter. So uh, don't forget, we'll we'll post it on all the socials. It's going to be juicy stuff. It's going to be juicy stuff. We're going to get a trailer. We are going oh, yeah. to hear sounds in the trailer. Yeah, probably like new sounds. Yeah, full music type Whatever, thing. Whatever the 24-man bop is going to be, we'll hear those Ooh. sounds in the trailer. We'll get a date for the trailer. Excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Good stuff. And this is going to be our patch that's leading up, like, directly into what's going to be happening with On Trail. So Finally. Big hype. <laughs> Finally, we've gotten here. Uh, so, yeah, that's next Sunday. Uh, probably same time. We might make adjustments. We'll see. we got to talk about it a little bit. Uh, so keep an eye the tweets or the posts or whatever the kids are calling up these days and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.